this week on the BAMCAST. Get out, you creature of filth. One star, we're it. All right, welcome to the BAMCAST. Hey, hey BAMCAST. BAMCAST. Mm. Episode 344. Delicious. <laughs> Indeed. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. And we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks. and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Great for robot jocks. However, there are bad bad movies. And stay away. They get negative sliding scale one of five bags. As some douchebags after Twilight. That's right. That movie sucks. We don't like it. Yeah, that's terrible. It's not our thing. So, um, Skate Timber comes to a close. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Already? Hopefully. We're only five episodes in. Yeah. Hopefully the most spectacular way possible. I don't know. Skate Timber for life. 1986 is Solar Babies. Solar Babies. That's how we end Skate Timber. Best we could do. Um. (laughs) Way to sell it, Chuck. Yeah. Way to Um, fucking sell Solar Babies. So, let's get a uh, plot (laughs) summary for this movie here. Yeah. In a bleak post-apocalyptic future ruled by the militaristic protectorate, a group of renegade teenage orphans finds a legendary miraculous orb, Bodai, that can supposedly bring the rain back to the dried-up earth. Bring the rain. Bring the rain. No. Yeah. Solar babies. Oh, Lord, stuck in a Bodai again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's strangely, like, for a movie with this many people in it, mm-hmm. we basically have no Bamcast alums. Yeah, either in front of or behind the camera. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's very strange. I'm very surprised that we haven't covered something that Richard Jordan was in. He seems like the kind of dude that would overact his way to lots of BAMCast movies. Well, he he died young. Well, uh, kind yeah. of young. And was still kind of in his A-list movie appearances when yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he so. was mostly in good things. Yes. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But, but we had Jamie Gertz. Uh-huh. She was in Twister. <laughs> she was, yes. Sure was. I remember as, her. as not Helen Hunt. Yeah, she was the wet blanket mm-hmm. in Twister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also have Jason Patrick of Speed Two. Yeah, cruise <laughs> control. I mean, if we're gonna do this, I'm yeah, just, yeah. most yes. famous for yeah. Speed Two. That's what not, I was about to mention. Not the Lost Boys or anything no, like that. No, oh yeah, no. they were in the Lost Boys eventually, but mm-hmm. you know, Speed Two. Yeah. Um, got Peter Deloise. Yeah, yeah, Twenty One Jump Street. Dom's brother. Uh huh. No, no, no. <laughs> Cousin. Uh, Luke, no. Lucas Haas is in this. Yeah, young. That's from, very young from Lucas, Lucas Haas. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> from the name Lucas, yes, but not from the movie. Yeah, he was Tim Burton's surrogate in uh, Mars Attacks. Now, Lucas was in another Skate Timber movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's also Adrian Pasdar um, from Heroes, the yeah. older brother from Heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Douglas. And Charles then, Durning. There's lots of people in this. Yep. Sarah Douglas. Papo, Papio Daniels, I was Superman pleased two. to discover. Yeah, uh-huh. I was about to say Superman 2. And and one. Yeah. They appear in the first yeah, one. Yeah. For a bit. True. Yeah. But yeah, so a star-studded cast uh-huh. in Solar Babies. Loaded. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right, we covered that. Though. Yep. All right, yeah, so Solar Babies. But it's, <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> it's after the apocalypse. They've started the clock yep. over. It's the year 41. Yeah, yeah 41. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and uh, they just round up all the kids and put them in orphanages. Yeah, well, basically, like, water's gone. It's yes. the opposite of water world. It is, it is under tight control. It is land world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. World There's world. Plenty of land everywhere. World world. Perfect. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so they kidnap, like, all the kids that they kidnap and snatch up from the wastelands or whatever, I guess. I got the feeling it was, like, mostly involuntary servitude, yeah. you know. Yes. Like, they're just but, but they're, up kids. But, yeah, they're basically, they're recruited before they even have any memories. Yeah. So they don't really remember their parents mm-hmm. or anywhere except for well, yeah, well, they mentioned one of thing. the kids was taken when he was two months old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So somebody in this orphanage is stuck raising a bunch of brats. Yeah. And but then we don't Durner. see any of them. Yeah. <laughs> We don't see any of them, though, because our protagonists are all in their teens. Yes. Except for Lucas Daniel. Yeah. 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 Who seems to be like the only young kid there. There are other young kids running around in the background, but there aren't any like that are that are featured in any way. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it's they've formed this society where basically it's the E-police are running everything mm-hmm. and all the kids that are basically sent to the the camp mm-hmm. it, it apparently the, the plan is just to train them all to be e-police yeah and that's it mm-hmm. yes and everyone outside is just kind of like yeah whatever yeah but the movie opens like they have broken out of their orphanage slash prison mm-hmm. slash labor camp everything yeah. um and they they basically break out to go to this arena this unused arena that is Kind of like uh, roller skate Quidditch <laughs> slash highlight. I don't uh, know. Yeah, it's field hockey. It's field hockey on skates with roller lacrosse. Ball. <laughs> yeah, ball yeah. thing. And the ball's like a cush ball. It's it's mm-hmm. not a it's pointy. Yeah, yeah. It's got little spindles on it. And you scoop it up and you dunk it in a little goal, and you yeah. you know you get a point. Yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. I mean, they're never super clear on the rules because the game kind of very quickly doesn't mean a damn thing, except for that's why these people are friends. Right. Yeah. Because they break out, the E police show up, and everyone's like, oh, shit, Jesus, it's these police. E police. Well, first, it's easy, Jesus. First, they, they break out and they go to the arena and they turn all the lights on, and then the bad team yeah. shows up. Right. They're like, we're going to, we challenge you. We mm-hmm. accept normal rules, no rules. Nah, fight. Yeah. Right. And then and then the E police show up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's all I could think of is yeah. like E penis the entire yeah. time. Yeah. They're led by Richard Jordan, who is mm-hmm. uh, a light blue Nazi. He's just yeah, it's a powder blue Nazi. Yeah, powder blue. Yeah, rubber outfit. But he's <laughs> it's an awesome outfit. <laughs> yeah, but he is full on Nazi it up. Yep, through this whole movie. Nazi, Nazi. He's not Don Nazi, but no, he's, he's Nazi it up. <laughs> okay, well, yes, he's full on that guy. Yeah, but it, it it's weird because the structure of this thing isn't. It's not real clear. It's like you've got Charles Durning runs the school, mm-hmm. but then Richard Jordan is like, I don't know, head of the... It's almost like if a dean had the same level of power as a, a principal or, or whatever in a, in oh, a no, school. So the structure is basically like... So uh, Papio Daniels is, is running the running the school. Yeah, and, it's Charles Durning in case yeah. you're not paying attention at home. Um, and, and the Nazi dude, whose name I've already forgotten... Um, is running like just the police that are outside of everything. Yeah. So right. he, he doesn't, doesn't really, work at the school. Right. It, he, it seems no... like he's kind of like in charge of security of this sector. zone sector. Sure, whatever. But he yeah. seems to be headquartered at the school thing. Yeah. He just shows up he's a lot, there. I guess. That's yeah. where he gets his recruits. But it's it's like, that's, you yeah. know, young, uh, young Hitler is from there. So. Right. Well, yeah, because you've got Charles Erning is like the principal you know he's the warden warden, warden. essentially yeah that's thing. his name in the movie yeah the warden. and then you have richard jordan's like the hugo underboss 
So, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know. It's like he's somewhere there. Yeah. You go under, boss. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But so, like, okay. So, it, this weird ass sporting event is the Scorpions versus the Solar Babies. And that's their team name. Yes. Is the Solar Babies. Yes. That is they their chose team it name. They themselves. Yes. And it's a regular ass organized sport mm-hmm. in this thing. Someone else mentions it once. They never do. Mm-hmm. They never once say yeah. we're the solar babies. That never happens. It's solar written on their wall babies. and another person outside of their group says that's who they are, but that's it. Well, mm-hmm. no, the the Captain Nazi basically says they call them so solar babies. That doesn't sound very intimidating. Yeah. I don't get why they would do this sort of thing. Right. But but and it's written in their locker yeah, room. It's on or their whatever. wall of their dorm or yeah. whatever. But yeah. but anyway, back to the beginning. Like they have this little game, but it gets broken up by the E police and everyone, you know, runs away. Um, well, it's broken up because the solar babies were winning. That too, because he is behind sure. the scorpions because they're run by by Ricky Hitler. Yes, by yeah. Hitler Junior. Yeah. <laughs> Little Hitler. <laughs> so yeah, and they basically get and he gets called out on the carpet by by older Hitler, um, <laughs> just like because he lost. Yeah, straight up, he's like, no, you. It's like th- you need to be better than this. They're yeah, scrubs. You, they suck. You're awesome. Do yeah. better, mm-hmm. and and it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I know I don't really understand what led to this, but Lucas Haas was like, he's like their mascot, the Solar Baby's mascot, and he's the one that basically broke in and set all the lights off and everything. And it kind of established that he's got kind of like a weird headset, hearing aid type thing that he's completely deaf without this mm-hmm. magic ear thing that he yes. wears, because um, he winds up in a mine shaft, right? And for some reason, like lets this mine car go that kind of clips him and breaks his headset thing. He trips and knocks some stuff right. over and then... Because they're all walking around on skates. Yeah. For essentially 90% of the movie, sure. even if they're not skating, they're trying to walk on skates. Yeah. But this mine car immediately goes off the rails and crashes through this wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, bright, shining light. He goes through it and he finds this orb. Yes. Just kind of sitting there. Or it's sitting in some water. Sitting in a little puddle. And it kind of talks to him. So mm-hmm. he picks up this orb and it and it can kind of talk to him sort of i guess telepathically he can understand it and then all of a sudden he kind of realizes he can hear the stalactites dripping water in this cave Mm -hmm. and starts making noise and realizes that you can hear that was an interesting thing like there's a lot of this movie that is surprisingly well done and that was one of them i was confused for a moment by because when it when the minecart knocked the thing off it went quiet yes and i'm like that's weird. Why is this movie doing this? Yeah. And then when he picks the thing up, it starts. Well, they said they established it earlier because, like, when he started flipping the switches, all the electricity was buzzing. So he took the headset off voluntarily. So, it, you know, because it was very noisy, him yeah. setting, turning on all the. I just thought it was just some yeah. sort of like you know radio or something sure. at first. Yeah. But yeah, so he finds this orb, and um, I think does doesn't he like discover that its name is Bodai there? Like, probably. I think he does because yeah, kind of telepathically, telepathically talks to him, and he's like, Bodai, you. Fix my ears. I got new ears. Yeah, and he takes it home, puts it in a trunk. Yeah, but he puts his hockey stick on top of the so trunk. He can breathe. Right. Oh, that's what he said. Because okay. he's like, I don't know if you breathe oxygen or not, so I'm gonna crack this open for you. Yeah. So he's just barely like all the other solar babies are back and roll roll call here. Yeah. The morning roll call, and he's nowhere to be found. I'm like, where, where's Danny? Where is he? And he kind of comes skating in the last second, but not before. Don't they immediately like kind of blow the whistle of like? And call him out on you. Were, you were outside the camp last night. Well, uh, Richard Jordan goes to Charles Durning mm-hmm. and was like, "Look, these guys keep going outside the wall. Mm-hmm. You, you need to keep keep a tighter grip on your kids. Go for the wall." Yeah, and and he's basically like, "Well, you know, 
they need to feel like they're getting away with something or they're going to try a lot worse things. Yeah. And he's like, no, law and order is the only way. We yep. got to shut them down. Yep. They got to be punished. And he's like, well, it's not really a prison. It's not supposed to be a prison. He's like, we know what it is here. <laughs> yeah. You come on. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're in on this. And he's like, but I want them to like me. No. <laughs> no, I do. I don't care about any of that. Yeah. So basically, he has to have Charles Durning dress them down mm-hmm. and scold them and punish them. Yeah. So. So they get to dig a <laughs> hole for at first 10 cubic meters, but then. When they talk back, they get 20. Yeah, because James LeGros is like, 10? And he's like, all right, 20. It's like, yeah. you never say anything when you're given punishment. Anything mm-hmm. you say is just going to make it worse. Yep. So, yeah. Pray I do not alter it Which, further. <laughs> I mean, th- their punishment is essentially, it's never established. It's kind of like the, the punishment in holes, except yes. they mm-hmm. had an ulterior motive behind right. that movie. But they're just like, go dig, mm-hmm. you know, 20 cubic meters. Yep. And I don't know why. Just That'll show them. Just go dig. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah, so while they're doing this, um, Ricky Hitler decides he's going <laughs> to go and hit on Jamie Gertz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for... because they're having a free skate. And later on. But no, while she's digging the yeah, hole. He... Oh, right. Okay. He comes yeah, out and he just, yeah. like, he's just, like, he's a piece of shit throughout. Yep. He's, he's a total 80s antagonist that has, like, no redeeming value whatsoever. He has a slight moment nope. where you think he's going to turn. But they uh, oh, they yeah. squash that shit right away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They definitely go out of their way to make sure that you know that this guy is a shithead. Yep. I mean, he's immediately than... rapey. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. like, hey, well, and to, she, he not jumps, to be he fair, jumps in a hole with her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. But like, I'm not saying to be fair. I'm just saying like this orphanage is like all. It's like 99 percent dudes and Jamie Gertz. It that, just this is true. It seems like a bad she is idea. Literally the only woman there. Yes. It's it's a it's just a bad like they didn't think this part out at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm not excusing his behavior. I'm just saying, obviously, the evil guy is going to go super fucking evil on her because she's basically the only woman. Yeah, there. but but he totally he looks like he stepped right out of Cobra Kai. Yes. Like, like he, he's like <laughs> yeah. your total 80s, 80s bad guy teenager. Yeah, because he's earrings. And like you think about it in your head and bleach that's hair. that guy yep. immediately. Yeah, but she pulls a move like he gets in close, like he's going to get grabby with her and she's got a shovel in her hand and she just kind of like flips it around right between his legs, like mm-hmm. doesn't hit him, but is like very close. And it's like, you want you were saying something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when the wardens are like, it's, I don't know, recess time. I don't mm-hmm. know whatever the fuck they call it. It's like <laughs> free skate, free skate time or something. time or something like that. But yeah. they they lead them into their little arena thing. And it's. It's basically the 1984 workout room. You know, it's mm-hmm. there's giant screens on the wall showing them e-police doing badass things while they're just kind of like they go in and they kind of start skating around. But at first they're almost doing like jumping jack routines. Like they're all synchronized jumping on their skates Mm -hmm. and stuff and, and staring at the video monitors. It's never, it's kind of just some generic, like uh, indoctrination video bullshit. Like the whole time that they're, they're having, and they're, they keep telling them this is a recreational skate. It's so you have fun. While they have guards, like, just standing, like, glaring at all of them, mm-hmm. like, waiting for them to do something wrong. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, of course, Ricky Hitler decides, I'm going to go up and mess with Jamie Gertz Well, not again. only that, like, he buzzes by the other so Like, she separates off for whatever reason. is just kind of standing there while everyone's skating around. And he buzzes by them. And he's like, hey, y'all, watch this. And basically runs up and just grabs her chest. Yep. Like, skates mm-hmm. by and just grabs her. And, of course, Hong she's, Kong. you know, like, <laughs> you bastard, tries to slap at him. Mm-hmm. And Jason Patrick chases after him and... They kind of have a fight while the violent imagery is flashing like in between frames yeah, and stuff kind of showing 
he's actually kind of doing what they want them to do for the mm-hmm. E-Police, you know? Kind of. That, that yeah. Jason Patrick is, even though Junior Ricky Hitler's much more on the E-Police bandwagon. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. He lands a good punch on him, yeah. though. Bloodies his face. Which is, and someone tries to, like, not only does someone try to hand him something to wipe it with, they actually start kind of, like, yeah. where they come they in, like, out of frame him. and just kind of start <laughs> like, dabbing it for him. He's just like, get out of here. Yeah. Let me bleed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So, yeah, we've established that guy's a dick. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of go back to their room. Well, that's when they go back and they meet Bodhi. Yeah. Because they're back, they're back in their room. Oh yeah. They were kind of like, and oh. Lucas Haas has just kind of been hanging out there the whole time. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, what, what you got? Yeah. And they're like, we're all filthy from our work detail. Yeah. And sure. It'd be nice. I wish we could take a shower. Yeah. 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 And, and Jamie Gertz reads them a story from the book of rain. about the days that it when it used to rain and they're all like oh that's a wonderful story and except for you know metron yeah metron who's just fucking naysaying everything in this whole movie yeah just like he's the wet blanket guy he's like the warden outlawed fiction for a reason yeah this is garbage you know and it's the whole like i'm not not just gonna tell you like quit reading that shit i'm gonna yank the book away from you and like attempt to destroy it yes yeah basically he tries to come across as science guy but he basically he's neil tyson when it's just like it's just like, ah, you're having fun and you're believing in wonder. Let me tell you why that's bullshit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he's also bad at science, too, because well, there's, that's yeah, that too. So there's maybe, several occasions where he's just like, study thing and does one thing. It's just like, well, I don't know. I'm stumped. It's yeah. like, that's no, you're terrible. <laughs> but anyway, the, the, the trunk starts to glow. Mm-hmm. And Bodhi's basically like, "Hey, let me the fuck out of this trunk." Well, no, he, he makes it rain thing. before before they open it up, right? Yeah, they all lose their shit because yeah. they hear thunder. They're like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, they're like, "I and felt then, that on the ground." And even Lucas Haas is like, "What?" And yeah. he's not supposed to be able to hear. According, he yeah. hasn't revealed to them right. that well, he can hear. Yeah, you. but they mentioned they feel it, so right. that's yeah. why he can still get away with it. But yeah, but yeah, but it, yeah it, it rains. It rains and inside they, their room, like yeah. underground. And they splash water on each other for a long time. Which yes, is, it, it, it's weird because like it, it's established in this world that no large amount of amounts of water have been seen by the average person. Yes. And yet they immediately go into water frolic mode every time there's water present. It's like, how would you know to do this? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's jump in puddles and kick each other with water. I mean, I'm just, you have to teach a kid how to make splash go in the way you and want. Also, and also, yeah. in this existence, like, they would just be chugging water. Yes. They'd be like, fuck. Oh, my God. Yeah. Exactly. They would be down on the ground with their mouth on the floor, just yeah. drinking every drop they could get. Yeah. But no, they're just like, oh, the sweet rain. Let me kick it yeah. towards you. Let me make splashy noise. Yeah. And yeah. so it stops. And, and they're, they're like, like what well, the that, fuck was that? That was weird. And something happens where they're like, wait, Lucas Haas, you can hear. And yeah. he's like, don't tell anybody. Hide the thing. Pretend like you put your metal ears back on and pretend you can't hear because mm-hmm. you got to keep the secret. Right. He's yeah. like, well, let me tell you why I can hear. Well, they I, they they play with the ball for a bit too. Like, it, it, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. it glows well, he, around. He shows and, a body, which is like yeah. a glowing ball. Uh-huh. It's like a glowing bowling ball. Yes. Which I mean, it's first. It's like, hey, let me touch it, and and of course, you know, Megatron or whatever is just like, no, like, sci- this is bad. This thing, what is it? I don't understand. Yeah. And they're all just like, ooh, glowy ball, look, and then it's like two minutes into them like meeting and ma- maybe trying to understand this thing, they're like. Let's kick it around. No, that that doesn't <laughs> yeah. happen yet. Yeah, oh, that no, was yeah. the next time. No, they, yeah. they just they put it back in the trunk for oh, okay. now. They're like, okay, yeah. let's not tell anybody about okay, this. It was yeah, so, and, sorry. And we should also mention that Darstar has been around. <laughs> Darstar. Darstar. Yes. Who's the Dark Dark Heroes? Yes. And at, like when they had their game, he was like perched up way up top. He's the beast in, in the rafters with his pet owl. <laughs> 
which well, is which is literally an owl that just like lands on he, well, yeah, yeah and other birds. He doesn't have his owl at first. He's just standing there perched, and the owl comes and lands <laughs> yeah. on him. <laughs> it's it's even better than that because he stands there. And just raises his arm, yeah. and the owl comes and oh, lands yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, He's like, yeah, yeah. owl to me. Yeah. And whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. it almost feels like they shot it in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> and right. they're like, wait till the owl flies away, and then raise your arm. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I mean, this is Nathan Petrelli basically trying to be like, walks with an owl. You know I mean? Yeah. It's just like, it's like yeah. they, they do a lot of of bullshit 80s mystical native <laughs> guy shit with him. Yeah. I mean, he also has the dumbest hair. Well, no, okay. When he later we meet up with people who have dumber hair, but he's got the dumbest hair we've seen to this it's point. Super it's like, teased up eighties Indian hair, basically Native American hair. It's mullet plus a little braid yeah. and some weird jankiness yeah. to it. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah, and there's also a scene uh, like when they're all out in the yard and he's drawing symbols on the ground that like bring the birds, like they fly to it. And Ricky Hitler, of course, has to be like. No, you stop that. No birds here. Yeah, he's like, no, no birds, birds allowed in prison, you jerk. Yeah, and it's also like everyone's cheering on Ricky Hitler at oh, the yeah. same time. They're like, yeah, we thought those birds were cool, but no, you're cooler for trying to kick the birds or something. They're I don't know. Drinking the Kool-Aid of the... Yeah. <laughs> the I, I guess. Hitler youth. Yeah. But yeah. but again, establishing this guy is no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Right. So, but yeah, so this guy's been around too, and he at some point sees... That that they have Bodhi, mm-hmm. the glowing he's, ball. He sees. Okay, so they they go back. They end up back in their dorm, mm-hmm. and this is when they're like, "Hey, you know what we should do with Bodhi? Let's fucking throw this fucking thing around this room." <sighs> yeah. So they start like lacrossing it around the room. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's talk about this for a minute. <laughs> okay. They have established that this is a sentient being. Yep. It has with feelings and communicate and mm-hmm. like Jason Patrick has held it and has given him vi- visions of the future. Yes. Mm-hmm. Their next thought is let's play lacrosse with it. Yep. As in, hey, throw that sentient being at me. <laughs> but it also communicates. So maybe it said maybe it's like, oh, you're playing with that stick. I want to play, too. I, they just ne- to be fair, uh, it communicates with. They you. need to establish. I was, was going to point that out as well. They, I mean, they need to. They need to. They need to do a much better job of establishing it because it looks like they just pick the fucking thing and start hucking around like yeah. madmen. Yeah. yeah, because the, one of the mistakes this movie makes is that this thing never. You, it it never has any kind of language. You never hear yeah. it. You have to depend on someone to say what it's saying, and mm-hmm. most of the time they don't. They just react to it. They don't. They don't say. They don't repeat back what it said and then and then answer mm-hmm. it. So it just looks like they're like, hey, guess what we should do with this thing? And they just start chucking at each yeah. other throughout the room, which leads to cut to them rolling down the ramp into the arena. That's outside of the yeah, the boundaries geared up for their dumb game, whatever it is. And they've got Bodie and they're just flinging this thing around and just scoring goals with it. And. Yeah. They play baseball with it at one point, which smashes it into a million yeah. pieces. Like there is a, I love it. Jason Patrick literally just shatters it. Yeah. Like it just explodes yeah. into light and goes everywhere. And then and there's a a moment where he's like, "Did I just kill Bowie? Yeah. Did was did, that bad? Did I just? I mean, I, I think I killed him. I know I smacked the shit out of it with my hockey yeah. stick. But okay, to be fair. The worst moment in this entire sequence happens when okay, so they they have a black friend named Rabbit, mm-hmm. uh, who then at one point gets Bodhi, 
and just starts doing mid eighties basketball things. Just yes, yeah, spinning like it on Carl his finger Globetrotter stuff, and you know doing. But, the, it's, but uh, he also gets it on his hand and then starts beatboxing at it. Yep. To which it bounces around to him beatboxing at it it's, to remind us that this was a film from nineteen eighty six. Yes, it does. It's. I, I do appreciate that Ooh. you know they reset time. <laughs> mm-hmm. They yep. reset. The calendar reset all that. They and they're nothing 41, resets racism. <laughs> Forty-one years into that, beatboxing has survived. Yes. Well, the world probably ended in the mid '80s, so that was the last culture anyone knew. So when they're watching those monitors or whatever it is that they're watching in school, yeah. when they dig up, they dig up tapes. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So, <laughs> but man. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the biggest embarrassing part mm-hmm. of this, which also features Ascension being being beaten to death with hockey sticks. <laughs> so, well, people yeah. watch that like half the year. Yeah, but <laughs> this is when um, Dar Star sees the thing because mm-hmm. they're like, "Whoa!" What? He's like, "That thing's pretty cool that they're throwing around." Yeah, I I'm, want it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take that. Yes. So yeah, he sneaks in and basically, they're they're sitting in class and hearing the escape sirens go on off. They're like, and JB Gertz is like. Man, what do you think those people that escaped are? Man, that sounds they're awesome, free. right? They're free, aren't it's they? It's cool. Chase Bass just like they're gonna get caught, yeah. you know, right? And he's just like, like, yeah, but until they do, free, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay, and weirdo. <laughs> this movie at times just kind of jumps from it's like, nah, you you know what happened in between mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. to like, yeah, they like to they like to just assume you figured it out, assume that you yeah. can figure it out, which is a really weird thing for movies. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I like it in this. There are some parts because that are they really make us, jarring. They well, make us make some well. And well, this one, she basically comes crying up to Jason Patrick, going, "Danny's left. You know, J- Lucas Haas has left. Yeah, um, because they took you know, whoever left took Bodai. Or I think they figured it out that it was Dar Dar Star Dar Star mm-hmm. at this point. And she's they, just crying. They, they just like, they cut to immediately of just like the 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 guy escapes, then the kid's gone, mm-hmm. then let's like, rally the troops yeah, and go because like, we don't really see. I think we see. I think we see Darstar put Darkstar. the orb in his backpack, does, but we don't yeah. really like see his escape method at all. It's just, no, he's yeah, just gone. Just, we don't see Lucas Haas discover that you know Bodhi's gone. It's no. just, he's gone too, yeah. chasing after it, and then it's like immediately too, like oh god, they're he's gone. We got to go after him, and they're like, let's take a vote. Well, yeah, this is important. Like if we get caught, we're probably not coming back. This is not like sneaking out to the arena. It's yeah. two hundred yards outside the fence. Yeah, and just to touch on Lucas Haas real quick, like mm-hmm. the reason he leaves is because he seems to look at the sky. And there's a motif that they play each time mm-hmm. that seems to symbolize, hey, Bodhi is communicating with him somehow, right. yeah. guiding him. Yeah. So that's when, like, so whenever he looks at the sky and you hear that little theme, then he takes off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, yeah, they all, but they, they all take a vote, secret vote. Oh, which uh, M- Mihatron or whatever. What is the guy's name? Real good. Metron. Metron. It's Megatron. just like he's writes something down and he's like, no wait, and he, like scratches out and puts it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah, I wonder which vote is his, the right. one that has something scratched out. And which, and then, he, you know, Jason Patrick gets the helmet and because they, they had to do a blind vote, you know, they, they mm-hmm. want to like influence people or whatever. Right. So he's like, yeah, it's unanimous go, which means he voted no the first yes. time and changed it because yeah. he's the goddamn science naysayer of right. just like, he's like everything. Yes. <laughs> a weird, weird thing is like when he took it back and scratched it out, mm-hmm. he wrote two letters. Yeah, he I, it, I was like, I'm going to pay attention to see what he wrote. And he wrote no, like he did. It could have been no. go. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Maybe he wrote go. Yes. Yeah, I think that was the yeah. choice. Go or don't or stay. Yes. 
As Fair that, enough. He's actually it, trying to tell them he wanted to play it's, the it's game. It's the eternal question, right. question as yeah, posed by the Clash. If they voted yes or no, it would be like, well, wait, yes, we stay. Yes, no, we go. <laughs> that was a confusing what? part. That, that's yeah. so that's why, yeah. that's why Metatron wanted to do it. <laughs> but if, if we go, go it will be double. double. <laughs> that exactly. is true in this case. If yeah. they stayed, there will be trouble. Right. So uh, they bail. Yeah. They just strap on their skates and they're like, <laughs> skates, backpacks, and sticks. And yeah. they're like, let's ride or die. Let's hit the desert in our roller skates. Yes, which at first sounds like a dumb idea. And but, still sounds like a dumb idea, I'd, I'd like to note. But luckily, someone has paved the entire desert with a path yep. that you can roll through on skates. Let's just say, for the sake of brevity, it's old roads that were that were still there. Old remnants of road. Okay. For the sake <laughs> of So we don't have to hurt our heads too much. <laughs> All right. Sure. Just go with it. Fine. <laughs> but there are some narrow paths around mountains and shit that they ride down. It's Spain. They have roads there. Okay. They had oh, roads in the yes. 80s. They have roads 40 years from the 80s. Fair enough. Yes, it's España. Yes, it's Spania. near Ibiza. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, they're free, and they uh, they just have this kind of montage of being free. They're just like, dude, we're out. Mm-hmm. This is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the solar the theme from Solar Babies kicks in, which is about <laughs> oh yeah, the love by Smokey from, Robinson. Yeah, love will set us free. Yes, even though no one's in love, <laughs> this has nothing to do with love. They're going they're, to get their magic spear. They're in love with the the road, the right. journey, <laughs> freedom. Yes, they love their freedom. Okay, mm-hmm. well, great. and it has set them free. Okay. So yeah, Free, freedom has set them free. They're totally free. Yep. Um, Until all the uh, all the Nazi cars come looking for them. Yeah. Which they did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> they do not get very far before they just like look up over a hill, and the Mad Max Nazi brigade has shown up. Oh God, yeah. The, all, the E police vehicles—they're so cool looking. Yeah. They look—they're bad, but they look great. Yes. They're stupid. Everything about them is dumb. But yet they are awesome. Are, are they all stupid? Because I mean, the double motorcycle car is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I know. I so desperately want the Solar Babies action playset with the the car and the double motorcycle and the little dude that spins out of the thing that we'll talk about later. I yeah. Guess. If this had made more than twelve dollars, we might have had <laughs> oh, those toys. But Mattel had a field day. We'd have Roller Babies twelve by now. Sure. <laughs> but like the double motorcycle thing is like the the cloud car from Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. and it's, it's got two motorcycles on the each end and then a pod in the middle of it, mm-hmm. which they can just detach. Well, also and, has chopper bits on it. Yeah. In the middle. Mm-hmm. And they just they just can detach from the center thing and two motorcycles fly yeah. off. Um. But yeah, they just they just immediately march down this hill in their vehicles. This pretty steep hill, uh, drive down to confront them. Mm-hmm. This leads to a bit of a chase. Um, yeah, not sure. much. They basically they just skate away. Yeah, and um, like come to a chasm with a like a knocked out bridge. Bridge is gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a long way across this thing. Like, when you see it, you're like, well, they're fucked. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? I don't think anyone would guess that they would start this weird centrifuge rotation on their skates and <laughs> fling each other across the They're castle. basically doing the hammer toss, but with people. Yes. On roller skates. <laughs> yeah, because a, they're spinning around. It's like and, a five-band Irish whip uh-huh. thing yep. on, yeah. on yep. roller skates. And they just fling each other over this thing. Yep. Um, Except for Jason Patrick, because... He can't fling yeah, himself, right. so he has to get a running start way up the hill and go. They all could have done that. They could have. 
but it just wasn't as cool as spinning around like idiots. It well, didn't show teamwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're a team. They're the solar yeah. babies. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, skate down the hill and eventually Jason Patrick makes the jump mm-hmm. and they're like, hooray. And then there's a motorcycle as the motorcycles have come up behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one tries and does not make the jump. Lands at the bottom of the chasm and explodes. Oh, no, it didn't try to make the jump, and it actually stopped at the edge. Oh, that's yeah. right. Like Akira style, and then the yeah. other one just kind of went, when it came up, went ding, and just knocked it over. <laughs> yep. Yep. And that fucker blows up yep. at the bottom of the chasm, and they're all like, yeah, and that all, guy's dead. All the solar babies Sweet. are like, woohoo! <laughs> it blew up like we wanted it to. Yep. And despite everyone having guns on the uh, E-Police side, mm-hmm. they just kind of skate away. Yeah. On the uh, thin ice of the new day. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, Darstar, 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 Darstar has has made it to his his home, his ancestral homeland, which he didn't even know. But they, they at some point they um, older Hitler has a conversation <laughs> with the warden and he's like, wait, it's Darstar. He's yeah. Like, it's it's him. He's he, there's a tribe right outside. Like, he's going to make it there. He's like, you need to nip that shit in the bud. You need to. D- drill out all the his heritage out of Chitani. his head mm-hmm. yeah yeah and he's like Chigani? dude he Chigani? came here when yeah. he was two months old he has no How's idea he supposed to know he's like well i think it's pretty obvious that he knows yeah <laughs> look at his hair he's doing fucking <laughs> witchcraft yeah. and he's got owls <laughs> yes so nobody maybe... else in here has birds <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so he be- so he comes across this place xanadu named so because there was a club there called club xanadu so you see this like sign but oh was it called xanadu yeah oh i did I, yeah you see I, it fleetingly when the you Nazis, missed the giant goblin i missed xanadu, i did yeah, yeah i didn't see the giant goblin goblins but, um but yeah it's basically like an abandoned carnival mm-hmm. but it's buried in sand so you're only seeing like top bits of certain things mm-hmm so right. yeah, and it's it's apparently it's his people. Yeah, yeah oh yeah. Just, yeah, you know, either he wandered there through mystical powers, or the orb took him there. I think the orb took him there. It does seem kind of it seems kind of weird that the orb would take him here, considering what happens. What happens? But well, it takes him to his people. Yeah. I think it's, I think that's where he. I think that I think the orb gives you what you want. Yeah, like sure. a like a not shitty monkey's paw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's no immediate concept. There's no ironic con- right. consequence. I, mean, I guess the orb saw the end game, so you know it knew yeah. it was everything was going to be okay. I suppose. Yes. But uh, honestly, well, except for the destruction, yeah, <laughs> except for everyone in that village. Ah, uh, well, yeah, okay. So yeah. this this section is really a lot of padding because like he gets taken to see the old man story keeper whatever mm-hmm. guy who lives in like the haunted mansion wax museum place that <laughs> uh-huh. is a giant goblin head yeah it's yeah. awesome and i wouldn't call this filler because this guy is awesome he is awesome but i'm just <laughs> saying like they're basically like here's this guy he knows the things of the past and he will tell you a little about a little bit about the orb and he doesn't he's just super cryptic <laughs> about the orb yeah and the next thing you know it's like, all right, well, cool. I guess that's all the information we need from you, old man. We'll just be over here on the truck. Um, but <laughs> he's, he, t- you know, there. Uh, he meets this guy outside, who's the guy who eventually tells him, right. "Oh, you're one of us." Uh, and that guy just doesn't mean it. Like that orb, what's it worth? How come? How much can we get for yeah. it? We need money. Yeah. And the old man's like, "You don't understand. This thing is like the legendary thing." So we need to take care of it. And the guy, you know, the, the guy from outside is just like, whatever. And just goes to grab it. And the thing's like, Pfft. yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, no. Um, yeah, you, and basically they're just like, all right, well, we'll just go to sleep for the night. Um, mm-hmm. And that dude, scummy guy of, of this 
tribe kind of here. Well, first we see uh, Dark Star's owl wake up and he's like, oh, trouble. Yep. And he kind of he kind of like it gets out of there, mm-hmm. and the other guy's just like I, th- I thought I heard something, and kind of stands up and just gets uh, nailed from off screen yep. by a laser he, blast. He stands up off of a woman and is laying on top of. Yes, he's enjoying the company of a woman. Yeah, yeah. but and he he's bit- like, "What's that?" And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the <laughs> biggest stealth Nazi party ever. <laughs> yes. because like they come over the hill and just there's like. 30 of these vehicles and mm-hmm. dozens of guys and they got that close with no one hearing anything. Yeah. Like Two enough of- for that guy to get the shit sniped out of him. Yeah. He got wrecked. Two of those vehicles just off screen jump into <laughs> yes. buildings and destroy them. It's, mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm saying it becomes filler because like they wipe this place out and it's just like, uh, why were we here and why did we, I mean, other than the awesome spectacle of, Right. Watching the the you know the stunts, f- future Nazis torch this place. I, I, it was worth it to see that truck just sure. like yeah. jump itself yes. off a dune and just annihilate this tent that probably had human beings but in it. I think we've gotten to the first chunk of the movie where the studio was like, start cutting, start cutting shit out of this movie now because this like entire section seems like it should be pretty fleshed out because yeah. they've they've set up. This guy's race and his people, mm-hmm. and they're all here, and they've got a mystic crazy man living under and they built and this big ass set. Yeah, and they've wrecked the shit out of this place. I mean, yeah. like, I don't know if the set designer was just crazy or they hated him, but everything the set designer made gets fucked in this movie. Oh yeah, just royally, just like no other movie will ever use any of this stuff. And there's so much care taken in this set design too, mm-hmm. like. Either that, or they had maybe they had these sets from some other production. I'm sure they did, but it's but, it's all very smart because it's themed to what it once was, which is this yeah. carnival location. Yeah, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. all like weird, you know, guess the weight scales and, and haunted house. Yeah, you know, carnival wax sculptures, goofy and, shit, and yeah. yeah. Oh, we well, didn't really mention it. The old man, like, there's one part where he's kind of monologuing his way and being cryptic about the orb, uh-huh. where he's standing there and and um douchebag tribesman guy who wants to sell the orb is kind of standing there and he takes the arm off of a wolfman statue and just like a kind of off screen like apparently points the fingers around so that he's using it to point at him and he's like uh-huh. no you you need to just listen here like well he's also carrying this around like using this arm like his own arm yeah. mm-hmm. at one point when he's monologuing he's got the wolfman arm up like, <laughs> like rubbing his cheek yeah. like he's thinking yeah. on, <laughs> like, like pointing with it yeah yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's 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 there's funny. a lot of it's nice side touches yeah. going. The old on. man is awesome. But and he yeah. like lives in this skull throne that's like a, yeah. a giant spine. Well, <laughs> apparently the Nazis burned him to death yes. when they tore down this place. Possibly yes. he may have survived since he was underground. They didn't know. Yeah. Anyway, we the, don't know. The, 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 We're not the going cher- back there. The cherry on top thing is that uh, Junior Ricky Hitler, I guess, got to do a ride along on this mission. <laughs> yeah, because oh yeah. He's he's, he's there signed up. and like they've killed and are dragging the bodies to be burned and, and like you know they've stormtrooper this place up and like mm-hmm. everyone is dead and he sees uh Darth Star's owl flying around and she's like hi watch this Pew, and shoots down the owl yeah and then walks over and grabs it and he's like look I got the owl <laughs> he's just swinging around it his over head. his head like and then a... just chucks it like it's like yeah it's not like I got a trophy it's just like, like yeah fuck this thing let's God. see if you can fly now nope and I thought that bird <laughs> fucked off five minutes ago before no. the you know before no. the Nazis made their grand it, it arrival it was just circling no. around like hey <laughs> yeah. guys let's go God, but anyway, that like fucking guy, like Dark Star is just just over dick. the hill, kind of sort of watching this, and yeah. you know, single tear coming down his cheek. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> well, did he did? I know. Yeah, to be fair, there. he did. Yeah. It was exactly that. I, it was I like, know. I know. I was making a reference, but also that is what happened. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. I know. 
Yeah. But but the point is he escapes. Mm-hmm. And with the orb, and he's basically the only one that really gets out of there, from what we can tell. And uh, next day is Lucas Haas wandering up yeah. alone. Mm-hmm. Just into the destruction. Yeah. And he's like, man, I did... what happened? Yeah. 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 And yeah. again, the movie's just like, time has passed, and oh, look, all his friends are here. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they... Because from behind, suddenly Jason Patrick's arm grabs him and it's mm-hmm. like, hey, Lucas Haas. And they basically all toss him around just like they did uh, <laughs> yes, they Bodai. Do. Yes. Yep. They're just like, hey, Lucas Haas. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> to Lucas Toss. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so, they're like, wow, what happened here? This sucks. And someone finds the bird, so they bury the bird. Yeah, and, they and don't again. bother to bury the tens of dozens of people who have died. <laughs> they're probably crispy. <laughs> okay. They didn't know them. They got Uncle Ben. To... They knew the owl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, um, and again, like Darth Star, instead of just like coming out and being like, "I'm here, let's travel together," he's again just disappeared off by himself. He just he watches them bury the owl and then just has a nod, like they are good people. Yeah, mm-hmm. like okay, so you should go to them now and all mm-hmm. join forces. But yeah. no, he but doesn't. nope. Yeah, now they they he takes off and they fuck around through the desert for a bit. Mm-hmm. And is it here where uh, senior Nazi goes to see Sarah Douglas finally and yes. kind of like because they go to the aqua bunker. Which is like, it's inside a dam. Yeah, and Sarah Douglas runs this place, which is another, I don't know, sort of indeterminate. I guess the science branch of whatever fascist government this is. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's got some sort of super magnet thing that Hitler Senior wants to use to smash the orb because he is (laughs) he is hell bent on destroying this thing. Yeah, and she's like, "Fuck!" Did they call that stupid thing? It was the sphere of... It was a magnetron. Well, it was a magnetron. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a magnetron. So it's like a microwave. Right. Um, and, it's, and then they called the... They called Bodai the, the sphere of Lon, Longinus. Longinus. Yeah. Or better known to some people as Longinus, um, which was the Roman centurion that stabbed Jesus in the side mm-hmm. when he was huh. hanging out. Yeah, this, movie's, um, this movie is filled with religious stuff in it. Yeah, it, it's... I didn't make the connection. I mean, I mean, I knew what Longinus was mm-hmm. or who Longinus was, but I didn't make the sphere spear connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was kind of like when I read that later, I kind of slapped myself. In it's the head. it's both ham fisted and vague. If that yeah, makes they sense. don't really like push a message necessarily, yeah. except for well, well there's a lot of religious stuff jumbled around. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Quite yes. a bit, but it's kind of just movie. Which a confusing is under- mismatch. But it's understandable after an apocalypse because you would just have bits and pieces of weird bullshit. Mm-hmm. So you would start to name things, weird things that yeah. you may think you remember. Yeah, but all this, all this scene really serves is that number one, we get to see the aqua bunker, which is yeah. again pretty badass. Yeah, and- it's. It's very Death Star set yeah. design, mm-hmm. and but, it's, but but fucking like, awesome, but in a good way. Yes. But like. Not it's, not cheapy looking. No, it's also mixed with a little bit of like, little bit of Bond villain lair. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also a little bit of like, sixties Batman kind of feeling. Yep. So, because also, you have that dumb yeah. like aqua bunker and yeah. potassium masher or whatever. Because this this is the this is the place that he rolls up to, and this is when he gets out of his mm-hmm. his Nazi travel van <laughs> to where you don't just get out of it. You are placed in this sort of. Screen tube, yeah, and you just kind of spin Mesh around yeah. down to the ground, and then you can you can walk out. And, and they establish this because, like, hanging outside this place, there's just people hanging on the fence, like mm-hmm. you know, just trying to get scraps of water or food mm-hmm. or whatever jobs. Yeah, we'll do work for, for water. Yeah, and yeah, so if you need bounty hunters, we'll we'll do it. Yeah, so I mean, that's part of the reason why these e police machines are just completely screened up. You know, nobody mm-hmm. can you can't just get, can't get to grab them. someone and throw them right. out of there. Mm-hmm. So anyway. 
besides all this of, of you know forwarding the plot that he wants to destroy the sphere, mm-hmm. it just it sets up that they just have the biggest murder boner for killing the sphere. Like both of them are just like their eyes light up, like yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And They're like, what yeah, would you say about smashing it? And, and her, <laughs> she, she's basically like, don't don't we want to like take this back to the? Well, they don't have the sphere yet. Well, no, like, not yet. Uh, but they're yeah. t- they're discussing what to yeah, do. Yeah, she's like, yeah. well, wouldn't you want to like take it back? And he's like, no, you know, give someone else the credit. Like, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if we were the ones that destroyed mm-hmm. yeah. it? Because yeah, then they, we can fuck. They've got <laughs> they've got the guy from the previous village. Yeah, who we thought got. Just because he got blasted in the chest, yeah, but, but no, apparently he's, didn't die. He's on like a weird hollow table torture rack thing to where they're making him think that he is covered in ants, um, to, you know, to find out yeah. where the sphere is. Mm-hmm. Um, come to find, and so this is this is the one moment where Ricky Hitler, so <laughs> main Hitler is sitting in his weird <laughs> robo chair, just enjoying the hell out of this torture thing, mm-hmm. and they keep cutting to baby Hitler, who is just like. Man, I don't know. Maybe I picked the wrong team here, guys. This thing mm-hmm. is kind of fucked up. Yeah. I don't know that if I like this. Ants all over him. Yeah, I mean, like laser guns are cool, and these these vehicles are neat, but I don't like this thing at all. Um, that doesn't last very long. But you, it's it seemed like they were planting the seeds for him to be like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a solar baby sure. too. But they were they were at least maybe setting up a Darth Vader style ending for him. Sure. Because also on top of this, like that guy spills the beans. Like, yeah, Darth Star has this fear, and he's like, what about everyone else? He's like, he was alone. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I don't that know. was it. Just <laughs> yeah. You know, let me go. So they they let him go. You know, who knows what happens to him? But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's when Senior Hitler has to yeah he's explain like, to Ricky Hitler how the table works. And well, he's also like, he's just like, hey, how come you didn't tell me about the sphere? And he's like, I didn't, I didn't know about the sphere. And oh, really? He's like, oh, really? Well, what if your skin was peeling off and shoves his hand in there and kind of becomes like the Dune thing? You know, he's just like, ah, my yeah. hand. Yeah, there's a pretty cool effects going on. They yeah. do a really nice job on the hand, basically withering it like the skin blistering yeah. and withering off of this yep. hand and good practical effect he's not quite reacting i think enough <laughs> like, no but it's never quite clear exactly what's happening if it's a if projection it, yeah. or if you're feeling it or right, yeah. they never quite explain it it's just like it looks horrible sure. but you know i mean if like i had a bunch of sensation of ants crawling all over me mm-hmm. even if they weren't really there i would freak out right so it's hard yeah. to say exactly what exactly. the deal is but but yeah so they kind of give him the moment of like yeah hitler senior is worse than Ricky Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's usually the way it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. So he's like, well, we got to we gotta find the rest of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we got to find Darstar. They do some traveling through the desert. Because let's, let's keep in mind at this point mm-hmm. that kind of like the solar babies are not really part of the plot yet. No. Yeah. Because you know, Darstar mean, still has the orb. Or yeah. It, it's so all revolving around. Yeah. They, they're just kind of chasing after the plot right. almost. Because like they were chasing after the kid. Because the kid was chasing after the plot. Yep. Now they have the kid, and they're just following him. Mm-hmm. And eventually that leads them to Tire Town, which... Tire fucking town. Tire Town, everybody. Man. What if Barter Town was <laughs> cool tires? <laughs> yeah. What if they were just taking every car they could find and turning them into badass sculptures, taking the tires off of those things, and... I don't know, melting them down into new tires and also Who water. Knows? Maybe I think they were burning them as part of the distillation process. Okay. They are using them as fuel to like um, to distill the water with. I also seemed like they were making clothes because some people were wearing tire clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there was an entire sort of ecosystem <laughs> yeah. around around right. those. Sure. Uh, but like the smokestacks were made of tires. Some of them, yeah. And just like everything is hubcaps and 
motorcycles and there's like well, this... you end up with a lot of those things you know <laughs> and so what happens is okay first we find out that apparently a lot of time has passed before they got to tire town because Darstar has already integrated himself into the society. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he's got job. a job. He's got a job. <laughs> he's got a, a shitty car to go sit on. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's... I know. He's living in a Brinks truck. Yes. <laughs> and he had a cool mouth guard. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So he's but already... It, he's here. I mean, he's in. He's got a job. But he's, to be fair, the solar babies walk in and seven seconds later, <laughs> they're all kitted out in fucking Tire Town garb. They, so I guess you just walk in the door and they're like, welcome to Tire Town. Here's yeah. your shitty black clothing. It's, like, okay. Jamie, Jamie Gertz grabs Winona Ryder's outfit from Beetlejuice. Yeah. And, but they're immediately in like <laughs> weird hat. Chinatown slickers, basically, of just, you know, <laughs> yes. the, the, straw, <laughs> the, the straw round hats and just giant black just rubber slickers Mm -hmm. and this is to them they are now undercover and they just walk by hooker's row basically where the hookers are all like hey peter deloise why don't you give us some credits and Mm -hmm. we'll do things to you and he's like quartz they're asking for quartz Quartz. okay and and he's like it's you know what things what what are you talking what are they talking about and rabbit's just like come on man let's just go we've (laughs) got i have to explain it to you let's just move on here kid you'll need some rubbers (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, they're making those. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, kids? And rubbers. Oh, rubbers. <laughs> yeah. Whichever you want. But, but man, I can't say enough good things about like the set design. Oh, Tire Town Tire rules. Town. Tire, Tire Town is my new favorite post-apocalyptic society. Also, I love that there's a part... Fallout can eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. But yeah, Tire Town rules. It's... Like, just in general rules. But they go around and eventually see a video screen mm-hmm. that has... um. That that has all of their faces. Oh on no! It. Oh it's, no! Yeah, it, it's not even a video out screen. Metal. Yeah, it's stamped out metal. Bars. Yes, that's yeah. I couldn't even tell. Yeah, because at one point in the orphanage, um, King Hitler had <laughs> individual. <laughs> We're going to give him so many Hitler nicknames. <laughs> he just had individual plates with their pictures and information stamped into them yeah which is really amusing because they're all shirtless in these pictures mm-hmm. like w- were they posing for that is that an artist's rendition of them I need i'm sure i'm sure jason patrick insisted on it <laughs> yes he's like i cannot wear my shirt he is shirtless a lot in this um but eventually like the kid finds bodai yeah he's just sent he, to the back of the brakes to the sky he hears the yeah. motif and knows that okay it's here yes and they all just pile into the back of this Brinks truck mm-hmm. and just shut the door. And they're like, okay, now well, what? Well, no, they don't pile in. They're trying to, again... Metatron our, is trying yeah. to science his way through the lock. <laughs> yeah. And he's, oh, right, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. shitty at science. And he's like, oh, he's probably the best scientist around, but he's still shitty yeah, at Yeah, he's it. like, it's a little more complicated than our lockers. <laughs> yeah. And Darstar is watching him. And finally, he just walks up. He's like, just the combination 66. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> And I love like, that, oh, sweet. And I love the Metatron. Like, he's like, oh, it worked. <laughs> yeah. he, he acts like he did this amazing thing by putting in the numbers the guy who owns the place told him to put in. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> this is science. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Look what I did, guys. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, good job. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. You were given a number and you made it happen. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. But they get inside <laughs> and they're just like, all right, sweet. We're here. Uh huh. And we have Bodie. Um, now what? Right. Let's just sit and chat about it. What do we do now? Yeah. And it's weird because, like, they get behind this Brinks truck, like, before they get into it, and immediately just rip off their disguises. They're just like, okay, we're here. We don't need these things anymore. It's like, wait, you might have to get out. Like, what is your exit strategy? <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, they just, they're back in their solar baby's clothes and 
okay, now what? <laughs> yeah. And, and of course, Wet Blanket is just like, well, we need to go back now. Yeah. We should go back. We're, we, we're done. What we, are we going to do? And they're we like, came, we got what we came for. Yeah. And they're all like, uh, that kind of can't happen. Yeah. And Jamie Gertz is like super pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And she just kind of storms outside. Yeah. She has a little chat with Darstar. Well, yeah, she, she gets mad at Jason Patrick. She's like, I told you not to come. And then marches out and it's like, no, you didn't. You asked him to. You asked yeah. all of them to. <laughs> Never I, once did I you ever say she was yelling at wet blanket that she was that she was saying you should have yeah, stayed. He, you were was. you were on was track. She? OK. Yeah. You were on track to be. All right. One of the, you know, the Hitler youth. OK. So, it was never clear which sweaty man yeah, she was it, yelling I, at. <laughs> that was my impression. Okay. Uh, that's how I read that scene. Mm-hmm. OK. But um, yeah, she goes out and she eventually she talks to Darstar and she's like, so why did you steal it? And he's like, well, it was magic. Sounded fucking sweet. I wanted to. And he's like, yeah. Good, and he's like, magic for myself. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, but I guess I'm shit at magic. Mm-hmm. So just call me Chris Angel because <laughs> nothing works. Yeah. And then the Nazis show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, rewind a little bit. Okay. There was a scene where they had seen a mural on a wall in a cave that they spent the night in mm-hmm. that kind of had like, she has some little tattoo on her hand. Of like it looks basically like a almost like a fountain, yeah, like a weeping willow tree, yeah. kind of thing, yeah. And she and they're like, hey, that this person on the in the mural has the same thing as on your hand. She's like, oh, that's interesting. Yep. That's and there's neat. a couple guys that notice while she's lovingly picking at potatoes, and just like <laughs> one guy's like hands off potatoes, and the other guy's like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she's like she's giving this potato a hand job. She's rubbing it so long. It's yeah. like, what are you doing? But make sure they see my hand yeah, tattoo. They must see my hand tattoo. Right. But so there's these two guys that give give her weird looks, and then that's kind of over with. Mm-hmm. And we've also seen that the bounty hunters have been hired, and they're kind of looking around for them. And they're all trying to chase down Lucas Haas. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we know that this is happening. But yeah, at the same time now, the Nazis have shown up. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of comical stunt spectacular for a bit. Yeah. Roller skate around, you know knock dominoes of people over and, yeah. and just basically fucking destroy tire town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what they, again, they cause a little bit of havoc, but the, the future Nazis basically just start burning the place because that's their thing. Yes. Yeah. They start burning the burning tire piles. Yeah. Not knocking over the vats of yeah. boiling rubber. And yes. Mm-hmm. Just breaking all the machines and everything. And, and Jamie Gertz is trapped in a room that's on fire. And from, off camera behind a window, a hand comes out and grabs her face mm-hmm. and then that's it. You don't see yeah. her again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, the rest of them get away, but they lose Bodie because Lucas Haas has been running around with Bodie in the backpack, <laughs> in the backpack, drops it. And 21 Jump Street is like, <laughs> no, we can't. We may have come here for that, yeah. but you have to leave it, even though we could both pick it up right now and carry it with us. It's but right you have his to feet. leave it. He kicks it as yeah. he's running away. Yeah. How do you not? Also, yeah. I mean, look, look. Also, it's a sentient being, yeah. but fuck it. Yeah, yeah. leave it well, for the no, fire. Not just that, but like it's a sentient being that has established that it can dematerialize itself and not have to be a burden on them having to carry it around. That maybe put so it in the backpack. So I'm, it's... On, it's a li- I'm going to say a little bit of the onus is on Bodhi himself. Okay. He could have just vaporized and be like, let's gotta go help guys. yourself. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Get a rise up. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. But either way, they, they're like, fuck Bodhi, we're out of here. Mm-hmm. And they their escape plan is to position themselves inside giant tires <laughs> and then get rolled down a sand dune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all get in tires and Jason Patrick pushes them down a hill. 
<laughs> which is it's not a steep hill and it's not a long enough distance they could run down the hill yeah because mm-hmm. they don't roll very far well i mean it's not really shown how far they go down no, but uh, it's it. They're it's not be a long way. They are not that far away from Tire no. Town when they show it explode. Yes, uh, but at least on the last one, when Jason Patrick puts himself in a tire and launches himself, they they've strapped a camera onto that tire, and you watch him <laughs> roll down this uh, mountain. It doesn't hold that shot very long, but it's pretty awesome. No, because the man would have died. <laughs> they couldn't have him roll more than like three rotations. Yeah, but you, you can I, roll more than that, Chuck. It's okay. Not your actors. <laughs> no, <laughs> no actors, chance. Actors can't roll. No, can't get dizzy. You would nope. not. No, you would not do that to. Us. You'll mess up their equilibrium yeah. forever, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could concuss them. I guarantee you. All there's right. no chance they would. Yeah, have but actually. But either way, that. they all roll down the hill and get out, and they're stumbling around like, "Fuck! What did we just do? That was stupid." Yep. And and of course, immediately Jason Patrick's like, "Where's Jamie Gertz?" And they're like, "Uh, wasn't she with you?" And he's like. All right, I'm running back to Tire Town. Mm-hmm. To Explosion. Which, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no. She must be dead. Mm-hmm. They, the had, they had a blowout. Yeah. Duh. And they're like, well, maybe maybe she got out. I don't know. Well, maybe. Yeah. Roll out. Yeah. To which they just kind of, they're like, all right, well, I guess Tire Town's not going to work out. So, and we lost Bodie. Yep. And we can't go back to where we used to live. Nope. So let's just roam the earth like Kane from Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Something like yeah. that. They're, I don't know. I, they're scaling some wall for some reason. They're climbing up a rock face. And as they hit the top, the bounty hunter guys are there. Step on Jason Patrick's hand and yeah. just basically capture them. Oi. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, crikey. Yeah. So they they basically hook them up to their cart to to, <laughs> to pull them along Yeah. while they're singing. And the cart's kind of going down the path. And they're kind of like whipping in their general direction. Mm-hmm. And a... Robe, robe clad person <laughs> kind of comes out in the middle of the street and just kind of like looks at them and then kind of starts walking towards them and they've stopped because like you know mm-hmm. everyone in the wasteland is you know possibly danger mm-hmm. um, and they walk by and have like a, a camel skin water thing and are just like spraying them as they walk by and they're like mm-hmm. what kind of magic who gives away <laughs> water like this yeah. who are you what we, we got to trade and they just kind of like start losing their shit and mm-hmm. that person just kind of like doubles back around so that they're standing in front of the cart and it's just spraying the water on the ground. They're like, stop, we'll bar- bargain, we'll whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and yeah. They're, tra- they're they're fighting back and forth like, well, do we just, do we have money in hand with these guys or do we chase whatever this is? And mm-hmm. of course, they're dumb bounty hunters. So they, Yeah, and they're like, well, there's only one of them, so one of her, so we can take them. Yeah. So they just get to this central location. Yeah, well, they, where... they take like the, um, I don't know, the driving block or whatever off the, the, yoke. the yoke off of it and, um, yeah. <laughs> and like are just like walking them Oregon along trail skills yeah. yeah yeah and then they just they get to this center area and then 50 white ninjas all pop up mm-hmm. and they're just like ah oh, shit well because jamie gertz reveals that it's yeah. her in the outfit yes yeah. again in movie time this is about seven minutes later but right. apparently days and days of days mm, have gone by sure. because they've been able to integrate her into whatever culture this is and hatch this plan yeah, they're, yep. they're the eco warriors yeah. as they talked about earlier in the movie yeah. and yep She's apparently the daughter of uh, Tree Hitler or Tree Jesus. Green, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Green Tree, Treesus, <laughs> Treesus. Yeah. yeah, and we're not kidding, man. This guy comes out in just full white robe, beard, yeah, mullet. Like he's just straight out of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Like we landed on this 
this eco warrior planet, and this guy was their leader. I mean, almost Barry Bostwick like mm-hmm. in in Megaforce walking out, just yeah. like hello, my children. Yeah, <laughs> praise yeah, me. I love that they walked up to this town, and you know, and it's like this this beautiful. There's like this waterfall there, and there's like these rope bridges, and we're just like, man, the Nazis are gonna burn the shit out of this as soon as they get here, mm-hmm. because the first thing he tells them is he's like. Oh, no one knows about this place. Yeah. It is our secret. Yes. We're like, oh, you're fucked now. You, you, fucked. Got, you brought the dumbass solar babies <laughs> here. Die. Yeah. <laughs> They're like your hunter from the future. It's like wherever <laughs> yes. they go, that society <laughs> gets wrecked. Yeah. Just expect it to be disintegrated yeah. within an hour. Yeah, your plateaus are fucked. Because <laughs> they're like, water's just pouring out of everywhere. And she's like, it's called ice. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, well, that's interesting. And once again, it's like they have to stop and, oh, splash in the water. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They come across another puddle and it's just like, ha, kick you with water. It's like, dude, drink. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in the desert. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. You were the horse with no name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's just more weird hatchet job editing going on here because mm-hmm. it's basically like Jason Patrick and Jamie Gertz go swimming and kind of have a conversation, and it's probably leading to a sex scene, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. It's just like one kiss, and then Jason Patrick's like, okay, we're leaving. I keep seeing production stills for this movie where they're like in the water and smooching up, and yeah. like, so they cut some shit from this, yeah. for sure. Uh, because like they, they go to kiss, and then it fades to Jason Patrick and, and so the rest of the Solar Babies just bailing. They're like, okay, we gotta go, we gotta get Bodai. Yeah. So we're leaving. And yeah. she's like, no, don't go. Okay, I'll come with you. Well, she's mm-hmm. like, maybe take this and throws them a parchment. It, it's a map for the wa- the aqua bunker. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. It's just a big old giant piece of cloth. Detailed like, cloth map. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. they pre-ordered. It, yeah. Right. That's right. <laughs> yep. Meanwhile, the joke. at the aqua bunker. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> they have been just trying to, to murder Bodai. Mm-hmm. They, They're shooting been, lasers like, at it. And, yeah. And, and it's got like this cracked surface now. And they're like... Uh, and. They're God. lasering this shit out of this oh, thing. It's and the so lady's good. just got... Oh, she is just murder bonering, bonering it up for this thing. She's mm-hmm. like, we're going to crack it soon. And yeah. then we could disembowel it once yeah. we get inside. And it's just like, why? They hate like, it. They like, flat why? out hate it. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand. Like, what did this thing do to you? They never say, but... I don't think they do because they sell it so well. They're so happy to be just destroying this thing that... We don't need a reason why. They're just like they're just they're like yeah. we're Nazis and we like destroying happy things. Yeah, I mean, fuck Longinus. Yeah, I mean, like you watching it, you understand they control all the water and this thing is going to bring back the water. But it's never explained to them that that's what's going to happen. They just seem like dicks. They're just like people like this thing. Fuck this thing. Yeah, yeah pretty much. I mean, it's assumed. Well, so. The Nazis also, like, actually collected, or were trying to collect a bunch of holy relics. Yeah. Because they, you know... But they weren't trying to crack weird... them open yeah, and drink the delicious wasn't juice and murder them. Yeah. Yeah, they, were, they were trying to destroy another holy people. That's... Yeah, but it... <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but the, they're not really done, because, like, they, they, they've crusted the outer shell of this thing. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a different color now. It's yeah. not glowing anymore. Now they have to crack it to get to the yeah. creamy center. And Sarah Douglas is like, well, I've got the next thing for us. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, say hello to my magical murder bot. Yeah. Terminac. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Terminac this- is fucking awesome. <laughs> so just imagine like the Rocky Four robot slowly entering the scene if the Rocky Four robot had like 
20 extra arms and each arm was a death implement and, and, and was 12 foot tall and was painted black and looked kind of like a turkey mm-hmm. and, yeah. it, and it has eye stalks yes. yeah like, uh, it also looks like a couple of the robots from like star wars mm-hmm. you know it's, it's got a bunch of arms hanging off and it's probably gonna poke you but everything times. on this robot is meant for murder mm-hmm. everything is a claw or a drill bit or, or a yeah, i was gun. gonna say or drilling you know <laughs> So they're like, yes, Terminac will fucking crack this thing. And they just rub their hands together and are just like, go to it. And the thing comes in and, and kind of surveys it. And then is just like picks like this. This chessboard slides out of it yeah. with all different drill bits on it. And it chooses one. And she's like, oh, it's choosing the carbon fiber. Yeah. <laughs> this thing. And just watch it. Screw this drill bit in yeah. and just lower this down onto boat. And I. I love that that Hitler Sr. is just like part of the time he's got the murder boner and part of the time he's like, just shut up, lady. Yeah. Like, I don't he's need like, to I'm hear the it. evil one here. You dial yeah. it back a notch. <laughs> you and your shoulder yeah. pads. And meanwhile, Ricky Hitler the whole time is just like, man, this is fucking sweet. I'm glad I signed up for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's back on board. Yeah. Didn't yeah. even know we had murder bots. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He's like, you got a giant turkey murder bot drill thing. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. But yeah. But so the solar babies approach the dam. They do. They uh, they roll in in various formations, take, and, take separate tunnels. Yep. Well, they, they come to a gate that's electrified. Yeah. Can't get over that. And one of them has a Are really long... Are you sure lo- about that? <laughs> one of them has a really long pole. Hmm. What He's, on earth could he be doing with that? Well, he starts skating at it real fast uh-huh. while holding the pole perpendicular to his body. Yes. You know, one hand in overgrip and one hand in undergrip. Uh-huh. And... Um, you know, I don't really know what you call that. What what is it when you take a big pole and you it's and like you, he, and he, you vault he, over something? Yeah, he polar skates over. Yeah. Polar skates. <laughs> that's that's yes. <laughs> so yeah, he pole vaults over this electrified fence. Yep. And should land and shatter his ankles, but no, he's fine. Of course. So he goes in and, and just starts yanking wires out of the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a big button that says gate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He he's good, just he's good at science. Doesn't push that. <laughs> he just starts ripping out wires and sparks are flying everywhere. And eventually, like, you know, they de-electrify the gate and the Opened gate opens. Up. And but he also uh, uh, shuts the... Uh, there's a gate on the door for dogs. We haven't we mentioned have, the dogs. Yeah, there are future dogs as well. They, they have... <laughs> Flashlight head, flashlight heads, head gear. And like kind of like a little bit hats. of like studded leather armor yeah. thing and going on too. Hats. Yeah, little Doberman, Doberman hats. And they have little yeah. chest piece armor. <laughs> They're so they look like a bunch of good boys. And the funny thing is that you can never they don't keep them on screen at any point for too long because they immediately start trying to get the shit off of them. They're just mm-hmm. shaking it like get this thing off of me. So you never actually see them for yep. very long. But so yeah, the the dogs are all blocked in and they're free to to skate into the building, which they do. Um in formation down this hallway through yep. just a bunch of switches and everything. And it's right around this time that the, the drill bit on Terminac Terminac <laughs> starts heating up and then explodes mm-hmm. and drill bit pieces fly across the room. And part of them scar up King Hitler's face. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, son of a bitch. Yes. I do not approve face. of this at all. Yeah. And that's when the solar babies kick in the door. Like we're here. Ta da. Yeah. <laughs> And then it just becomes chaos. Mm-hmm. Everyone's they're, solar baby fighting. Yeah, and they're running in with their with their sticks, and one of them knocks one of the eyes out of the robot, <laughs> and the robot's like, 
No. He uses the other eye to look for the yeah. missing well, one. The, the, the one eye looks over and goes like, oh, God. <laughs> why, yeah. why do I have articulated eyes? I can see the other one's off. Yeah. <laughs> this is horrifying. Yeah. And so, yeah, then they knock the other one off to and, you know put it out of its misery yeah, for that. And that's but, when it's just like, fuck, yeah, where is everything? It's just spinning around the room, just like, what do I murder now? Meanwhile, like well, it's, it's gone from yellow alert to red alert. Yeah. Like, yeah. Steam's coming out I, of things I do now. appreciate that it's implied that that robot had feelings as well because she, when she mentioned that he was going to crack the shell and destroy yes. this thing, he's like, this robot has been programmed to enjoy its work. <laughs> yes. So, so it's also going to feel is, the consequences. Yeah, the robot is going to be so pissed. <laughs> yep. You knocked its eyes out. <laughs> I, apparently it is because this shit starts to steam up and blow up and yeah. Um, Senior Hitler gets grabbed by the the blind robot. That's now. King Hitler. King yeah. Hitler. Sorry. Yeah. Um, well, and, well. First, oh. Lucas Haas grabs Bodai. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he's like, "Hey, buddy!" And the thing like starts glowing it's a little Bodai. bit. Yeah. And like, I guess fries whatever the electric bolts that were holding it in, and he's able to pick it up. And immediately, the the scientist lady is like, "Oh, you got to give me that!" And yeah. so she grabs it. Mm-hmm. And Bodai's like, "Nah, lo," and. <laughs> Lights her goddamn hands on fire. Yes, which sends her back into a console, which electrocutes her to death. <laughs> <laughs> yes, while her hands are on fire. Yeah. So yeah, that happens. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah and then King Hitler. And gets that's when by King Hitler grabs him, and he's and he smartly grabs the kid, and he's like, "I'm not touching that ball." Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about his creeper moment where he picks up Lucas Haas and is like, "Hey, is that your ball?" Yeah, he picks yeah. him up like a baby, like an infant. Just like, "I got yeah. you. Yeah. You got a ball." Yeah, where where Lucas Haas should be like, "Here, I'm gonna smack the ball against your ugly ass face, Hitler." Yeah. No, he just immediately goes into like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> so I guess you got me." Mm-hmm. But that's when <laughs> the <Terminac>. robot, <laughs> the robot grabs his arm. Just like, "Yeah, you're mine now." And I don't just know who starts you are. gripping, and he's like, "Fuck!" Yep. Like he gives a good like, "Son of a bitch." Mm-hmm. And that's when Ricky Hitler's like, I'll save you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> runs over and just starts. Yeah. Well, he shoots the robot in the face. Yeah. yeah. Which he it's... drops King Hitler and he's he's dead. Yep. He's, he's mangled. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. He's fucked up. Meanwhile, the rest of them have, have gathered up everything and have been knocking down guards left and right and just are like, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Things are going wrong. Monitors start exploding water. Yeah. Yes. Like... <laughs> water starts exploding out of everything. Yeah. And this room blows the fuck up. Once again, a great set design is just wasted Root. i mean and i don't mean wasted like not given its due i mean they obliterate this set they tore no to one shit. is ever using this again not one thing in this room is ever like you've never seen terminac repurposed into anything no because they destroyed it oh yeah they blew his face off <laughs> yes so first they took first they plucked his eyes out yeah. and then they blasted his face off yeah <laughs> yeah so but yeah water starts flowing out and they all just skate mm-hmm. basically just book it out of the building yep and they get out, and they get over a hill, mm-hmm. and then the the dam is just like, nah, busted loose, yep. and and that and then a thundercloud forms <laughs> because I guess like all the water vapor immediately goes up into the atmosphere. Yeah, makes clouds. Yep, and they're like sweet, and a thunderstorm comes, mm-hmm. and lightning kills all of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. They just kind of form a little circle, and Boda is like, hey y'all, I'm gonna glow, and then <laughs> gotta glow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it like goes off into space, and they're like, "Well, huh?" But then they realize that Bodai is still a piece of all of them because at some point they all got in a circle around it and 
made the purple glow with each other. Mm -hmm. And apparently they still have that power within them. So they do that again, which starts this weird tornado thing that fires up into the sky. Mm -hmm. And then they're just basically like, let's go play at the beach that now exists. Yeah. They're like, cool. Now the world is renewed. Mm -hmm. They are the last dragons. Yes. They now possess the power of the glow. And then credits. Mm -hmm. It's, Strange. It's an odd ending because you don't really get a lot of resolution to both the bad guys and the good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just <laughs> they're just swimming in the ocean over like as the credits roll over them, which was yeah. part of his vision. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just kind of like, all right, now there's an ocean. Yeah, because we broke a dam. I don't know. It's gonna rain all the time now. Yeah, but no resolution for Ricky Hitler. No. Like, not even a death scene for Ricky Hitler. Probably drowned. Unfair. Yeah, like, probably drowned somewhere. But he's the one that you kind of like, even though, like, King Hitler's a total dick, like, really, Ricky Hitler's aggressively a dick towards them. Like, and just that scene with the bird, it's like, fuck you, kid. Like, you gotta go. Yeah. And that never pays off. Yeah. And you have to wonder if they were thinking franchise with this and purposely didn't show his death because then you've got a ready-made bad guy for the second one. I mean, this does have that kind of like, you know, maybe we could do more stuff with this because I I think I think especially because you've got six main characters and you give like two of them a backstory. But, you know, the other four also have backstories of where they're from and why Mm -hmm. they're special. Yeah. You just never get that. So you have to imagine someone was thinking maybe if this is popular, maybe if this is our Star Wars, we could. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I guess, also think but, it's probably sloppy editing. <laughs> yeah, but as it is, it just yeah, it does not pay off yeah. at all. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the end of Solar Babies. Yeah, mm-hmm. we get the Smokey Robinson song again. Which Darker? No, no, no. that no. song's not about anything. No. I mean, and the all lyrics right. are religious. It's it's yeah, it's fine. No, it's definitely not. Yeah, I mean, at no point did love set them free. No, Bodhi set them free. <laughs> Bodhi, they, they love, Bodhi they is love. love. Bodhi, yeah. Oh, is that Bodai means love? Does it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, whatever. Yeah, but soundtrack also kind of. I don't know, man. It's just this. It's just a synthesizer. There's yeah. really not anything to yeah. it. Yeah, like one but, synthesizer. Yeah, but it's like overbearing, like Epcot Center type background music bullshit. Yeah. It's it doesn't it, do what it should. It it kind of has a charm to it though, but. Yeah, like like if we were going to approach this as a real movie, I think it's a it would be a huge detriment to it. Yeah, but it kind of helps with the cheese factor of this a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like and adds to the datedness. Yep. So, but anyway, ratings. Mm-hmm. I can go. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go four jocks. All right. I had a lot of fun with this. Like like this is a really, it's a, it's a really fun movie. Like it was way, like way better made than I was expecting as far as like, you know, physically editing. Yes. It seems like there's a lot of storytelling stuff that gets the ball gets dropped, but you cannot knock any of the sets that they use in this, like the costuming that they use for everyone. Like all of that stuff is great. And it's kind of a fun world that they've created, even though it's basically just like kind of Mad Max light, but I still really enjoy it. I just wish that they had, Given like they gave satisfying deaths, kind of. Well, I mean, the most satisfying death is the scientist lady who's kind of like, 
eh, you know, you should you should have maybe given that to uh, Hitler Senior or even Ricky Hitler, you know. But she never does anything more than just sneer. Well, yeah, like, and just she never have a, have a murder boner for Bo Die, yeah, but but she never leaves the room. Yeah, yeah, she was on one set the <laughs> yeah, whole time. Yeah, but but yeah, I, but it's a lot of fun. Like I I just I don't know any other way to put it. I had a ton of fun with this movie, so I'm going four jocks. All right. I'm going to echo that for jocks. I thought Solar Babies was awesome. I don't have much of a much of an addendum. I I wish that they had they had tried a little harder to uh to make some transitions a little easier. Um Tire Town was fucking radical as hell. The uh and the the roller skating thing was like it was yet again one of those things where they didn't really have to it didn't really have to be about roller skating. Uh they could have done this on any wheeled vehicle or not at all, and it still would have been approximately the same movie. Um, yeah, that game never comes into play at no. all. Uh, I, you know, you, you'd think it would come into... They'd bring it back up in the final scene or something. They'd be flipping Bodai around between them, playing to keep away from, place from King something. Hitler yeah, or something. But, yeah, but nope. maybe that was cut out of the movie, too. You, know, you never know. Um, yeah. I I can see why this movie didn't why this movie made like 2% of its budget back in the theaters. Um, but it's still awesome in, in so many ways because there are so many people trying so hard to do a, to make a good movie in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, set designer uh, costuming is excellent. Like the acting is pretty good. There are all the bones of a good movie in here. It just needs some editing help. And, um, Somebody needs to fund Solar Babies too, Solar Teens, or yeah, shut up, Chuck. Don't oh, shake your head at me. All right, fine. <laughs> solar Kids, or or Solar Babies, you know, reboot. You know, we're fans of reboots these days. We're not fans of reboots, but society as a whole seems to be a fan of reboots. As long so. as they plan for an ongoing franchise. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um. Okay, so I think Solar Babies is a two jocks movie. But I think the set design also garners a jocks, and so I'm going to give it a three. Um, I, I think this movie is actually, it gets better as it goes along, surprisingly. Usually you kind of front load these movies to let the audience know exactly what you're getting. Mm-hmm. And they kind of jettison all the stuff in the first act when they get to the second and the third. Mm-hmm. It's not about their dumb sport. It's not about... Once they're out of the school, that's it. Like, Charles yeah. Durning has nothing to do with anything ever again. They just they escape that and then it becomes go to one rad location after another and look at what they've done. Look at these people. Look at these characters. Look at what they're wearing. Mm -hmm. It's all pretty dumb. It all doesn't make a lot of sense if you really think about it. And the movie's biggest flaw is not giving that thing a voice of some kind because you have no connection to it whatsoever. Um and you don't know how to feel about it when they're batting yeah. it around like a baseball. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's endearing in a really, really, really strange way. Like, by all accounts, it's it's a sloppy movie. And I don't know if that's editing. I don't know if that's writing. I don't know what mm-hmm. the deal is with that. But deep down in there, there's some very cool stuff. And you could definitely say... Yeah, you should you should watch Solar Babies. <laughs> There's I, I feel stupid saying that because it's a dumb title, but yeah, this is this is the kind of thing that that people should see. Mm-hmm. So, and now that it's on Blu-ray, you can. So <laughs> that's how we watched it. Uh huh. 
Yeah, I'm I'm going to go back with the four jocks rating. Um, I'm really high on this movie, just not quite a five. Like this movie is missing the thing that makes it a five jocks movie that for sure. But like it's a strong, strong four. solar babies is fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> and honestly, like I think I think there's very obvious signs of somebody coming in and hacking what was probably a two hour plus movie down to 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, and I think the editing holds up remarkably well for that. I've seen other movies sure. where, where, you know, hack and slash jobs by the studio means uh, we didn't really plan for that. How do we take this out and still make it coherent? Mm-hmm. I think this movie does a pretty good job, all things considered. Mm-hmm. It survives. Yeah. A lot of movies don't. They yeah. bleed out on the floor. But Right. I, I think, like, th- I think the one thing, the, the strangest thing that kind of sort of remains is the half-assed romance between Jamie Gertz and Jason Patrick. It's just like... It seems almost at times convenient, just like for him to have a jealous streak to want to fight Junior Ricky Hitler. Mm-hmm. And then also just kind of like, I sort of want to talk you into doing something, kiss. You know, that's how it feels <laughs> mm-hmm. the way it's left over in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so the, those things are, come across as a little bit awkward. I think the rest of it holds up pretty well, considering. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's probably 10 or so minutes of romancy crap that they cut. Um, and it's weird because it's PG-13, not PG. So I was thinking if they cut it down to PG, that kind of makes sense. Maybe they cut out some some hinting at sexy bits, but... Which is weird because like, there's like nothing offensive in this. No. Like at all. This is like well, almost g there's some blood. When the kid's arm disintegrates. Arm disintegrates. If I was a little kid, that right. would freak me out. Yeah, that's probably what Nazis. got them the PG-13. I'm yeah. thinking that's the thing that like, yeah... But like general menace, not really. No. And the only torture is is that one guy with ants on him and <laughs> right. Bodai. I forgot. I forgot about the melting <laughs> arm scene. Yeah, that, yeah, that's. I mean, this was post Temple of Doom, where it was like yeah. anything like that. They were like, oh no, mm-hmm. yeah, kids scarred. Yes. Yeah. All right. And yeah. a lady getting her hands lit on lit on fire. Yeah. And that, then electrocuted. Yeah. Nobody cares. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> and then flooded. Yeah. Whatever. Let's take a break, shall we? All right. Okay. All right. Welcome back. Hey. Hey. Second half. Indeed it is. The second half. Uh, So I don't think we have a lot in the way of movies this week. Um, Nah, not really. I think 31 and 31 things and video games and other things have gotten in the way. Um, 31 and 31 you can find at uh, youtube.com slash watercooler. Huh. Will it be over by the time this episode actually posts? Almost. It might be, but if you've missed any, you can catch... All yeah. of it at youtube.com slash watercooler. Yeah, All of you season can nine. Start your start your month off right. Yeah. You just, can start you can get in the Halloween spirit. Yeah. See if you haven't watched any, you can just wait till October first yeah. and start and, with the and first one. You can either binge watch or one yeah. per day. And it's new you, to, it's new to you. Uh-huh. You should watch all of them every day. That's my recommendation. Right. Yeah, that's that's a good plan. Yeah. Make Chuck twenty cents. Thirty one times six, you can get through that in a day. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. So you're welcome. We uh, like what you do, and we like to support it. I appreciate that. Thank you very thing. much. I, I did watch one movie um, okay. that I, I will probably be a little bit brief on. Uh, watched a movie called Final Girl, um, 
2015, I think. Oh, no, so we according to the letterbox, anyway. Yep. Um, so this is not the final girls. No, this is final girl. Final girl. Okay. Yeah, this has West Bentley uh, as well as mainly starring Abigail Breslin. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, okay, this is a strange movie. Like, I, 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 I liked what this movie set out to do more than how it actually did it. Um, okay. Because like they they paint it as like this world where there's this kind of secret society, a la like John Wick, where people that have been the victim of some sort of like violent crime, serial killer kind of thing like that, get trained to exact revenge and not necessarily on their own serial killer, but on other serial killers. Okay. So it, it kind of has this world. That's like Hannah meets Dexter. Um, because Abigail Breslin's character is like in first scene, she's, I don't know, maybe eight, somewhere between eight and 10 mm-hmm. and being sat down with Wes Bentley. And he's like, I'm, I too lost some people, you know, I'm going to give you a test and like he gives her a maze and she does it like perfectly first go and a couple other things is like I think you're 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 ready you're you could be one and you know and it's like cut to years later she's grown up she you know she's 18 20 however old she is and you know now she's a badass and she's been training every day with him and like you've got this like handler operative situation and it's like they they do all this like kind of world building and then it, it's basically like all right we're going to go after these group of rich boy frat guys who lure women out to the woods and hunt them. And it's like almost like they set up this world of like all this stuff can happen with this character and this thing. And then they just spend their entire time in this movie, like going through the motions of tracking down this one group and exacting revenge on them. And it's just kind of like, it's over. And it's like, well, that it seems like you spent 20 to 30 minutes setting all this up just to go after one group. I mean, they're bad. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, it just seemed like maybe you don't spend as much time with them. And shouldn't there be a montage of them, like getting a bunch of groups? sure or yeah. something. Yeah. Like something else. You just feel like it, it's strange. Like her first mission is like the rest of the whole movie oh. or first solo mission, you know? And I, there's lots of cool things in it. Like there's, there's very interesting shots and there's unrealistic lighting and interesting, like, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like they'll be out in the woods and there's just like this like spotlight coming from somewhere off in the trees. And it's like, well, is that the moon or a car or <laughs> what the fuck? And eventually just like, I don't know, there's spotlights in weird places in the movie because it's stylistic. Okay. Um, but it's one of those movies that like for all the, for all the cool stuff they do, it just, it, it's almost like it has too much style with too little budget. Cause like they felt bigger than their britches in a lot of shots where the sets felt empty and not fully flushed out. And because of the stark lighting, it was just like, well, I know I'm supposed to look at that, but like, I can also see there's nothing here in this bar. You know, it's like, it doesn't feel like a realistic environment when there's not enough people and there's not things that make it feel like a bar. Right. So it's, it's weird. Cause it almost at times feels like a stage play film adaptation. Like, you know, it's like those kind of weird things like yeah. Titus or something like that, where it's like supposed to have a, yeah. like a weird look to it, almost like a stage play, but it, it's not. And I don't know. Like I said, it's strange. And uh, it also has a real weird indeterminate time period. Like it feels like it probably takes place in the seventies, but they never say that. And it's not like they don't go out of their way to point it out. It's just all the cars are seventies or older. And the dudes are kind of greaser styled frat boys. Yeah. Huh. It's, it's kind of strange. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like I said, it's just, it felt like a movie that was dripping with potential that just didn't live up to any of it. So, I mean, if it's somebody's first film, good job. You know, I think you might have some 
some chops to make something better. It's just, you know, just, I, I felt like the script more than anything else was what kind of let it down. Hmm. So hmm. Uh, that's all. It's on Netflix. If you want to watch it, that's was a random choice by me. I was like, I've watched a lot of horror movies. Final girl. <laughs> I get that phrase now. <laughs> I've seen all the Fridays yeah. the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Anywho. Cool. It was that guy's first movie. Okay. There you go. Good job, guy. Maybe next time. Anybody else got anything? Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world is still excellent. Oh, cool. All right. Um, Breaking news that hasn't changed. I mean, not breaking news, just, you know, reminder. It's still excellent. I watched it while I was sweeping up glass. It was. As you do. Well, it is breaking news. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was like, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to spend two hours sweeping up glass. I know it's going to be terrible. I have to watch something that's going to at least keep me from just rolling over and dying right now. Good do, idea. Do, do, do. <laughs> that's all. That's all I got. I... Good deal. All right. You guys want some emails? I what think so. I think maybe, we're overdue. And maybe a voicemail as well. What? I think we're overdue for some correspondence. We are. We've kind of put it off for a while. Let's hit it. All right. First one up is from uh, Justin. Who says, greatest news ever. Yay. (laughs) I was scanning Netflix and came across the greatest find to mankind in the last century. Mm. Please have a seat. It's likely to make you lightheaded. You say you want Van Damme back in his glory, punching snakes, murdering the English language with a Cajun Brussels accent, and riding a motorcycle like it's a surfboard in the greatest John Woo movie ever. Just pretend it's the only film he made. Mm -hmm. Well, wait a minute. Uh, well, guess what, my friends? That movie will never get made. Instead, I bring you the direct DVD sequel no one was asking for, Hard Target 2. This movie has no one returning from the original, in front of or behind the camera. But not to spoil, I think your mind will explode and the rating won't be jocks anymore. It'll be one to four hard targets. If you Google hard target, have the filter on way too many porn sites. Justin from... <laughs> From Alliance, Nebraska. P.S. You guys are the only people I can think of that would be excited knowing they actually made a sequel to Hard Target. J-Man out, sent from my iPhone. That's a Scott Adkins movie, I believe. I saw that in a Walmart. And I I like walked by and was just like, huh, wait, what? And then went back and looked at it. I was like, man, this has no connection to anything. Why did they slap this name on it? That's silly. (laughs) So this is, did I catch that this is like a modern Van Damme, like, Post like direct video like Van Damme. Did I catch that? No, there's no Van, no Van Damme. Oh, no Van Damme. It's just Hard Target Two. Okay, that... starring nobody. All right, all right. Okay, I was thinking for a second it was a little weird that Van Damme was back for it. Yeah, but I thought never mind. I thought I heard we were going to get more Van Damme. Blah 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 blah. Well, he 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 set us up for that and then he swerved sure, on us. Sure, sure. He lied. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and saying that. Hey, the only thing I don't agree with in that email is saying that Hard Target should be the only movie John Woo made in the U.S. Maybe, uh, um, no. but I, yeah. I know plenty of people like Face Off. I'm not a fan, but but fucking The Killer, Hard Boiled, Better Tomorrow. Shut oh, up. I mean, I think even Broken Arrow is better than Hard Target as far as if you want. Yes, stupid. Broken Arrow is bar- better than Hard Target. If you want stupid, I mean, I I don't like Broken Arrow at all, but I like Face Off. Face Off is my brand of his stupid American mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Yeah, I still like Mission Impossible too. Uh, I forgot that. Yeah, bike jousting. <laughs> yeah, there's bike jousting. But yeah, hard target too. Um, yeah, no one's in it. It's on our radar. All Just right, that way. <laughs> no one's in it. It's on our radar. <laughs> New motto right there, or what? Which, by the way, I heard that like um, that kickboxer sequel came out or reboot came out and went, and everyone was just like, eh. 
the one that Van Damme is in playing like the master instead of like the competitor. See, I hadn't even heard about that. Yeah. Kickboxer Vengeance starring Dave Bautista. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah, it came out earlier this month. No one gave a shit. But, uh, no. Yeah. All right. Then. Weird. What a weird time. So, uh, <laughs> you want to play a voicemail? Sure. Hello, Bankscast. This is John from Indiana. Started listening to your podcast back in March on episode one, and I finally today caught up with the present, I guess I would say. Uh, of course, I'm making this call from my car as I'm driving, as everybody is supposed to do. Uh, let's see, what else am I supposed to bring up? Um, well, I mean, obviously, BJ is my favorite uh, band yes. caster, uh, simply do because this. of his voice and I, uh, I do voiceover work myself, so I appreciate what he brings to the show. Uh, I'm also very concerned about uh, Clint from Madison. Uh, hope he's doing okay, whatever happened to him. And uh, I do have a second-half topic uh, I hope you guys would enjoy discussing. What would be your favorite fake movies from film, uh, movies within movies from film and television that you think would uh, make worthy fans cast movies, i.e., like the uh, uh, the fat bitch movies from uh, from Thirty Rock that Tracy Jordan does. Uh, I just thought that would be a funny topic to do. Thanks a lot uh, for the podcast, guys. Uh, crash and burn. That's the <laughs> that's the one. Crash and burn. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. Where did he say he was Thanks, from? John from Indiana. Indiana. Okay. I know there's yeah. a, some Midwest in there. I, I I love the idea that Clint one day is gonna like show up at our just door. renew his feed yeah. and be like, oh man, Bamfcast. Yeah. And then it's like every every few months somebody's gonna be like, whatever happened to Clint? Yep. And Clint's yep. gonna call back triumphantly and tell us like the amazing story of how he was kidnapped and then he had to. He had to break free to save his family and Hitch drive like a across truck. Saskatchewan. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Or or Wisconsin. Well, I mean, he's up there, and I okay. figured oh, so maybe he yeah, got you lost he was kidnapped and taken kidnapped, to Canada. Taken to Canada, the wilds the of hitchhike Canada. across Saskatchewan, and they don't have phones up there, so he couldn't right. call us. Right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anything up there, but he could walk in any door; they're all unlocked. Right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So they'd be happy to help. <laughs> uh, I have a fake movie. Okay. I, I an immediate answer popped into my mind mm-hmm. when I saw this. Uh, it's from the Onion movie. It is uh, Steven Seagal as Cockpuncher. <laughs> yeah, that is the. I remember seeing that and going, I would totally watch this movie. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just Steven Seagal punching people in the dick. <laughs> yeah, I always think of um, a movie. I'm not. I let's put. I when I saw it in the '90s, I was not a fan of it. The big hit. There yeah. is a Japanese producer with way too much money on his hands who makes a movie called Taste the Golden Spray. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was like, I and it's more like and it's like he doesn't even understand what that title means, <laughs> even though it's supposed to be like a crazy action movie that he's the star of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he names it Taste the Golden Spray and they keep making fun of him for it. And I'm like, I would probably watch Taste the Golden Spray. <laughs> We should probably watch the big hit. I I I need to revisit that. I, That's one of those movies that like I was in my pretentious movie fate. Like I was yeah. busy watching literally, you know, the AFI's top 100 films, and then it was like, oh, it, and this was in my queue on Netflix, and then you know, got the disc, showed up, and was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, the 
fuck is this? This one guy's <laughs> masturbating all the time. What the <laughs> fuck is this? And now I'd probably watch it and be like, oh, this movie's just the best fucking thing. I kind of think we should watch that. Yeah, because I mean, it has Lou Diamond Phillips as the bad guy it in it. It does. <laughs> I'm having, I am, I am drawing a complete blank on this like fake movies and our TV. Since show. I just watched it, Scott Pilgrim versus the world, uh, the fake movies from Lucas Lee. Yeah. yeah like good, thrilled, yeah. Uh, thrilled to be here. <laughs> the game is over too. action doctor, action doctor. I would totally <laughs> fucking watch. Let's action hope doctor. there's a heaven. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to hear two uh, clicks. The first is me hanging the, the phone. The next is me pulling the trigger. I know Mackie would watch Portuguese Gremlins. Yeah, I, yeah, was, I, was I, was say, not, I thought that yes. was your de facto answer right there. I, I totally forgot about Portuguese Gremlins, but yes, I would a hundred, a thousand percent watch Portuguese Gremlins. Obviously, you guys didn't do anything with your little ballot things from your party because I made a Portuguese Gremlins reference on there. <laughs> <laughs> the little things we all oh, filled yes, out. Oh, yes, yes, I did. I read those when I was hungover. I don't oh, okay. remember. Oh. I need to reread them. Yeah, you should read them now. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I honestly I cannot think of like a single answer. That's so terrible. Yeah. Um I mean they come up all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's kind of a cop out, but like I I would want to watch I would want to watch all the Schwarzenegger movies inside of Last Action Hero. Yeah. 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 Like, His Hamlet would be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be. <laughs> oh, I wish I could watch Simple Jack. From yeah. Thunder. Yes. <laughs> you probably don't. I probably, probably don't. It would but, make a good episode. But I do want to watch it. Like, yeah. Um, I would watch an episode of that sitcom in RoboCop. Uh, I'd buy that for a yes, dollar. Yes, I want to just see that show where a guy just says that a hundred times in a half hour. Just that's the only joke. It's just like, why does he keep saying that? I don't know. But I'd watch an America episode of All My Balls. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah yes. Sure. <laughs> At least. Or fart. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was ass. Was it just ass? ass, yeah. ass yeah. That's all it was. We cared minutes. about whose ass it was and why it was farting. <laughs> oh, I need to watch Idiocracy again, too. It's coming back I out do. in theaters. Yeah, what? I, yeah. They, someone has a clue. Yeah, <laughs> Someone should. really has a clue. Yeah, they're putting it back out. Um, Man. Yeah. There are just so many shows that do like that kind of thing. Yeah. It's just um, cut to fake clip of thing. What is it? Is it Kick Puncher from Community? Yes. That's, yeah. yeah. Kick Puncher. Because they got up to like three of those. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they were just having parties watching Kick Puncher movies. <laughs> That's a good name. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. I don't know. We should probably move yeah. on from that. All right. Maybe give some thought. Revisit it. Yeah. Taste the Golden Spray. <laughs> I'm going to Google that. See what happens. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. I'm going to back up. Yeah, do, do, yes, please do that on my internet. <laughs> you oh, don't want to be in the blast radius of your phone. When it's you the top that. Google search when you just type taste the go. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Okay, good. The big hit is the first thing that comes up. Oh, so. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Uh, last email for the night is from uh, Steve like the bird heron. Squawk. Uh, who's named it gag me with a spoon hmm. Bamcast. Oh Steve like the bird here with a little squawk and a little such a couple weeks ago I began my last year in high school and I decided now is a good time to catch up on all the essential high school movies I've missed over the years before they're no longer directly relevant to me I started with dazed and confused and holy shit that movie is fantastic it's a spiritual sequel to American graffiti always deserved but I'm not here to talk about dazed and confused I'm here to talk about the next movie I watched Valley Girl 
Anyone who said Stranger Things laid the 80s on too thick has never seen Valley Girl. <laughs> that movie is so 1983 that it seems like it was outdated two weeks after it came out. It honestly seems like a parody of the 80s rather than something that came out during the decade. Now, I wouldn't call Valley Girl an essential, but it has enough of a following that I figured it was worth shot. Plus, it's Nicolas Cage's first real role besides a non-speaking cameo in Fast Times, which is another movie I watched for the first time this year. It's Chuck Fine. He is easily the best part of this movie. He's doing the Nick Cage thing of not not all of this performance really works, but at least it's interesting. For the record, I love Nicolas Cage without a hint of irony. I think he's a great actor who just makes a lot of poor choices. Everyone else is serviceable. It has a, a young Elizabeth Daly, who's Dottie from Pee Wee, and the voice of Tommy Pickles on Rugrats, which is why her sex scene in the film made me feel all sorts of confused on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. 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 Yeah. yeah. The main casting problem is with the parents because half of these actors look maybe five years older than the actors playing their teenage children. The main flaw with this movie is that it's men in their 30s trying to write a film that stars mainly teenage girls, and you can tell they have no idea how to write that. At a certain point, I thought to myself, it seems like they've never even met a teenage girl. The script, for the most part, seems disingenuous and pandering, which is exactly what you don't want your high school movie to be. This movie makes or breaks on your enjoyment of Nicolas Cage, and for me, he saves it. I think it's more of Nick Cage just trying to shit... Sorry, <laughs> trying to shit. God, my brain. I think it's more of Nick Cage just trying shit than anything that's in the script. Overall, I think that Valley Girl is interesting enough to check out some clips on YouTube or watch 10 minutes if it's on TV, but I couldn't recommend anyone watching it all the way through unless you desperately need some young Nick Cage in your life. Side note, the soundtrack is spectacular. I recommend that way more than the actual movie. CNB, Steve Like the Bird, out. Sent via note, which I passed to Jack, who passed it to Natalie, who passed it to Dave, who passed it to you during homeroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like my ass is on fire. <laughs> I'm to shit. It's dollar bills yeah, trying got, to shit. Got, got all of the brain, the brain typo as I'm it's pretty good. reading these. Mm-hmm. I would watch a movie with Nicolas Cage trying to shit. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you, if you want further, if you want further sexual confusion uh, besides Elizabeth Daly, uh, try Pamela Adlon and uh, Bobby Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because she's a cute little lady. Yes. And uh, she does a boy's voice. Yes. That's one of those very odd things. <laughs> Yeah. No, my wife loves Valley Girl. That movie's on in my house all the time. Yeah. All the time. So I get what he's saying. Like, it seems like a parody of the 80s. If you weren't actually in the 80s, there are some movies that are just like the stink of 80s is all over this thing. And it's unbelievable that the decade was ever like that Mm -hmm. in certain areas of the country. It absolutely was. Yeah. Valley Girl, especially. (laughs) That was absolutely the world at that time. So, yeah, it's. It's weird how that stuff has aged, but yeah, it, it, it's hard to explain, you know, I mean, even though we were young, Mm -hmm. that was everything back then was as, as out there as it seems now. Yeah. We were, we were a lot less, it's weird is we were a lot less inhibited back then, you know, Mm -hmm. like like now everything seems pretty reserved in terms, almost in terms of creativity. Like, there's some crazy ideas, but movies don't necessarily always go for it in terms of just, like, whatever idea they come up with. Mm -hmm. And 80s movies were just, you know, I mean, you look at Buckaroo Banzai. I know no one in this room likes it but me, but that movie is a thing where it's just like, what on earth? Like, this is all over the place. Like, they're not explaining shit. And a studio was like, yeah, do that. That'll make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Solar babies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, Kyle, it's worth, it, 
<laughs> I just can't remember if we had this conversation here or if we, uh, or if it's even one I've had with you guys, but like how decades don't matter anymore and how like because monoculture is gone, yeah. you don't have these distinct like, holy shit, everybody was doing this then. Like everything from a certain point, like, you know, like, you know everyone talks about the 90s, but it's really like the shit everyone talks about as being the 90s ended in like 91 or 92 mm-hmm. and the rest mm. of the 90s feels like the rest of what we're fucking doing well, now. Well, it depends on what thing you're talking I think about. That's, I think that's part partly your perspective. Because yeah, but I mean like when people talk about like, oh, you know, people wearing neon clothing and just weird, yeah, you know, and, like, very and like the design stuff that everyone does when they're like, oh, let's make it look 90s is it's like you make it look like 1991 and you never go past that is kind of well, you get that brief, grungy, reality bites, singles era of of nineties ishness too, but but then you have like, the extreme nineties where it's like that's the mid to late nineties where it was all Mountain Dew and rollerblades and street illusion, yeah, Fuck everything yeah. with an X. Street yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that is a good point. But but, but like basically ninety eight to now doesn't like. I think it feels like the passage of time hasn't it, like everything feels like it was way too quick because. Like, like, tell me what was distinct about 2006 versus 2016 fashion wise or anything, you know, you and can. that's kind of well, uh, there weren't there wasn't as much skinny jeans. Yeah, I was going to um, say, I, I'm a little detached from the zeitgeist. I mean, I feel I like there's other people could tell me that like plenty of things that have happened fashion wise. But I think it's I don't want I don't want to feel like it's cliche to say, but a lot of shit changed on, you know, September 11th. 2001. Oh, you're like, absolutely yeah, right. But he's it talking just, 2006 to 2016. I know, I know, but I'm but would, I'm saying like I feel like there's I feel like there's a delineation that sort of like popped maybe at that I I mean, going crazy. The only thing I could say is we had swoopy hair and now we have hair sh- shaved on the sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. there's your there's yeah, your main I, I guess I guess you know when you talk about something like Valley Girl and you say well, yeah, that's 1983 as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, show me something from 2003, 2004, 2008, 2009, and you're going to be like, yeah, they all kind of look the same. Yeah. They, like, they don't, there isn't like, it isn't like, wow, look at that shit. That kind of stuff, you start get into technology. That's that's what defines the look of certain yeah. things is, is like cell phones. My, <laughs> my second theory on that is that we're not far enough removed to have distilled what that era was about. Like, 10 years ago, you would have said... Like, oh, that's so 90s. And you're like, what? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, I think in, you know, maybe maybe five or five or eight years, we'll be like, oh, that's a very 2000s thing to do. That's a very 2000s mm-hmm. way of looking at the world or dressing or whatever. We'll have distilled it because people will have forgotten sort of the sameness and only remembered the few things well, that stand out. And I guess it doesn't help that we tend to recycle trends and stuff anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of like... Oh, yeah, that's when we were doing the swing thing in the late 90s. Yeah. But I also, too, I think, and it, it, this also sounds like a cliche, but like the internet has changed the way we react to fads and stuff because you don't have, they we, don't have time for them to settle. We kill in them too, ki- yeah, too quick. Because it's like 70s and 80s, like you would have a, a thing that is happening in a city. You know, like this, the the people in this city are starting to do this thing and that would slowly kind of creep out of there as it would go through like music and movies and stuff like that. But because Mm -hmm. that stuff took so long to produce, it would take longer for that stuff to permeate across the country and change. Whereas now it's like, oh, look what Beyonce is wearing. Let's all do that. And then like a week later, you're like, I'm over that. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that anymore. So it's like 
you don't even have time for anything to be a fad because our attention span is so quick now. It's just oh, yeah. like, okay, this is cool. Okay, everyone's now doing this. Okay, fuck that thing. You know, oh, yeah. that's well, Monday like, to Friday like on meme, the internet. Memes have a day. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's on Facebook now? Fuck it. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's By the time done. it's made to Facebook, it's over. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you know, it's... Not it's, a judgment. It's, it's like, just... and, and this is kind of, uh, this kind of explains the mentality, but like, you know, last night was the presidential debate. Everyone got online and talked about it. This morning, everyone was like, shut the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> Enough talking about the debate. It was less than 12 hours in the past. And everyone just said, shut up. No more. That's how fast everything is yeah. now. Well, and we that, talk about that applies it right to now everything. Because we can talk it, talk about it to everybody yeah. right now. Yeah, instead but, of like spreading the water cooler conversation over a week because you couldn't engage with enough, enough right. people. But something in the case like that, people discuss before they've had time to digest and therefore think things over and make informed decisions. Yeah. Or, that is or also form, yeah. informed commentary, if not decisions. But I'm yeah. just saying it's side effect for it's sure. It's a side effect, you know. And also, I, I would say that um, people would, would express themselves in certain styles because that's how they felt they could express themselves. And now it's almost become certain products that people express themselves through, like whatever their favorite show is or their favorite movie. Like the bulk of movies are superhero stuff now, the big like things, marketing mm-hmm. things. And so now everyone wears Captain America T-shirts. You know, it's like no one has a style anymore because they're like, I like Captain America. I'm going to buy six Captain America T-shirts in different colors and just wear those. It's not really... Mm-hmm. That's a style. It's called nerd. <laughs> I know, but uh, <laughs> people are also a lot freer to feel that way. So it's not like yeah. people latching on to what they think is a popular thing. Now everyone can kind of just be like, hey, I like Doctor Who. I wear a bunch of Doctor Who t-shirts. Mm-hmm. You know, you weren't doing that in the 80s because like you would get beat up. <laughs> so you need to... <laughs> well, you couldn't buy a Doctor Who shirt. Yeah, you have to spend yeah. $600 you just to need get to wear a yeah, jean jacket England. and some jelly bracelets and hope no one at school beats you <laughs> and puts you in a toilet. So... <laughs> If you were wearing a jean jacket and jelly bracelets, there was, Chuck, then there was a, that's why you were getting stuffed. There in were it. a few weeks where that was like cool for dudes. <laughs> yes, for everybody. Okay. Yeah, I remember, I remember a time where it was okay. I had slap bracelets. Oh, yep. dude, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got in trouble for slap bracelets. <laughs> it. You shouldn't slap them. Yeah. yeah. You just fuck that. Well, you, I. I why would I buy a slap like, bracelet if I didn't? Slap I'm moving them. north just so I can see if I can pull off the Tom Baker scarf without getting caught. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that down here. That's the nope. regional like fashion is hard because of temperature Mm -hmm. but yeah but maybe steve can tell us in a future email like what it's like in high school now because like it sounds dumb but watching something like 21 jump street the the new one and like having that culture was like oh man like that's way different than i expected you know and just knowing how different high school would be these days with everyone having a cell phone everyone having social media Mm -hmm. and not having like that escape from school where you can be yourself almost yeah like you have to be a specific person all the time because it's all it's all going to be on social media regardless yeah so i'm i'm really curious about like what that's like because as much as we tend to hate high schoolers like they drive fashion and culture and that stuff because they're the ones who are willing to look stupid so to speak you know in hindsight look stupid let's put it that way and not care about it I th- I think too that you and know, to form groups in the ways in the ways that they style themselves. Yeah, but I think now too it's it's almost like you don't have to wear certain styles to express yourself. You're a Vine celebrity. That's yeah. how you express yourself. You 
you make videos. Mm-hmm. You know, that's now yeah, who but you I mean, are. That's like, I think that's, there's yeah, still one, a lot of... That's one in 100,000. No, I don't mean like a Vine celebrity, because for every Vine celebrity, there are a thousand kids trying to do the same thing. But you look at any Vine, and no one is wearing any kind of noticeable style of any kind. It's jeans and a t-shirt anywhere mm-hmm. in anything, except when they also pretend to play their mother and put a wig on. I mean, that's, you know... <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, there's a difference between like chilling around the house making Vines and what people wear um to you know what people wear as in fashion because mm-hmm. everybody has comfort clothes and for the most part that's going to be the same for everybody but yeah. then there is there is fashion also and um you know i i think we all have friends who have kids that are of you know that are of an age to or at least some of us have friends that are of an age to wear somewhat fashionable clothing and there is like there are trends there mm-hmm it's hard for me to say what they are because I'm fucking dumb. I'd like, I wear the same, I would wear the same shirt every day if I could get them in like five colors. Um, <laughs> but there are like, there are, there is distinct clothing. That's not just like loungewear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I am curious about one thing that perhaps someone of high school age could shed light on. Um, I am at this point where I am now only receiving high school style culture through movies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because I'm, I'm removed at this point, uh, I, you know, thankfully. Um, but, like, I've noticed one trend, and you mentioned 21 Jump Street, and another one would be would be dope, is I'm wondering, is, like, I mean, kids have always gone out and got drunk, got high, whatever thing of the, you know, escape from mm, your own yeah. thing. But, like, are the, the, what I call designer drugs, really a big thing in high schools? Like, I mean, is that really, like... Breaking Bad esque chemical mixing shit. That is that like is that really the thing, or is that just what movies have latched onto? You know, like, I'm I'm curious. Ecstasy is still a thing. Ecstasy, MDMA, all these things. I'm wondering if like that's what's. I don't the think new... it's that big a thing. Well, I mean, those were the central points in like both those movies of yeah. like we got to catch people. I think it's just the coming. hot, like it's it's a hot somewhat up. hot. And it could know, be, you know, like or, I said, or it is to a 30 year old man, 30, 35 year old exactly. man who's it writing dangerous. A, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Molly Roland, because like ecstasy has seen sure, its, its heyday, saw its sure, heyday in yeah. the 2000s. Yeah. Go era. Um, but yeah. I still I yeah, but I still think that one is the one that kind of lingers around that kids would be like, yeah. Let's let's do sure. that. Drugs Steve never says really it's like the weed. Meth and heroin disappear. You know, <laughs> are not high on a kid's list. Right. Yeah, and weed. It's like you may as well just be drinking. Yeah, yeah. Like, like nobody gives like, and and even you know, obviously with legalization, that's that's helped somewhat. But you know, now it's just like nobody gives a fuck about weed. They're like, oh, you got some weed? Well, where, who's your dealer? Help me out here. Yeah, you know, that's it's, probably it's, still it's, kind of, it's what's way his less. Account? It's way less. You need to stop that. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, man, hook me up. Hey, sweet. Yeah, all right. It's probably still like a. a thing of danger for the kids because it's you know yeah well like sure thing I was just, to that have. was one thing that i've noticed pop up in several movies i can't mm-hmm. i know i've seen some others that are just not coming to me like yeah like the the bad kids in school are now dealing molly <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure like, you just I'm like sure. saying it like that molly. Molly. <laughs> molly like i'm sure that happens but i don't think that's the like the thing yeah. fairly certain yeah, that's not sure. the thing steve says steve like the bird who is our our, our connection to the high school pulse mm-hmm. says that it's writer that it's, for high times and right. high school high times. Right. <laughs> um, says it, it's the weeds. Yeah. Well, kids are injecting weed these that, days. That's been since the thirties and toilet. Water. Yeah. But I mean, that's, we're coming up on a good solid century of weed yeah. still reigning supreme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's for, for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheap and it's easy. <laughs> it Melts you out. Yeah. 
and you don't do dumb shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> you generally sit on the couch yeah. and go, man. Yeah, Honestly, I think kids, more kids are probably on Adderall than anything else. So yeah. You need that weed to level Prescription them out. Prescription drugs. Yeah. You know, because you got to play your competitive gaming. Right. Get all those clicks. Mm, I, I, <laughs> I have heard that ups your clicks per minute. Yep. Mm. Actually, you better get into college or you're not going to have, you're not going to have all that sweet debt if you don't get into college. Um, yep. So you better take some Adderall and get an A. Yep. Or some money. <laughs> and it's way money. easier to get all of those things in college. Right. So that's why you should go to college. Way easier to get drugs. I right. Mean, come on. It's all about convenience and spending you have thousands to, and thousands of dollars. You have to keep a dollars. stick on you in college just to keep the drugs away. You're oh, just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. no, quit, damn it. Quit trying to put the... <laughs> The drug needles in my pockets. Plus, if you're, if you're like a real college, it's like it's the perfect place to do drugs because all the things you could possibly need are all within walking distance. Yeah, they are. And everybody anywhere. else is doing drugs, too. Yeah, so it's cool. Here's throwing them under your door. Yeah. <laughs> We're terrible people. <laughs> we don't know how the world works. <laughs> yeah, we do. Drugs. Drugs. Oh, right. Yeah. We are way removed from people schooling of any kind. That is true. So did we just. Yeah, yeah, we need to, to wrap just cut it, it off. Okay. Yeah, but I, but I, I'm genuinely curious how fashion works in high school these days. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> we, should, we should go undercover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that, Chuck. We'll just Drew Barrymore had never been kissed. We'll just <laughs> sneak in. <laughs> yeah, she was maybe thirty. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think the window's already closed on that. Nah, I can see. I, I'd be no. fine. Heroin's no. I'm hip. I'm cool. <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> Chuck's yeah, never been anywhere Steve, cool enough. Steve Buscemi with the skateboard. Yes, right. That'd be us. I totally fit in. I think you're the only one, Harlow, that could maybe get away with it if you if you took care of the little skunk stripe coming in. Sure. Yeah, right. No. I don't think so. I think you're the only one. Yeah. I'm, My hairline precludes I'm me from looking. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you shit great? Because I'm old. You also wow. have, you have never been cool enough for high school, Chuck. No, so even that... when I was in high school, they were like narc. <laughs> narc. <laughs> old man alarm. Yep. <laughs> the whole time. Oh, yeah. man. I'd just walk and be like, hey, what's fresh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, got any dope? Yeah. <laughs> Where you know where I could get some money? <laughs> Can you money. introduce me to money? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Uh, you know that Limp Bizkit song, huh? Yeah. Rolling. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. You know those ones that look like vitamins? <laughs> you got any vitamins? Yeah. <laughs> really, I need it for my osteoporosis. I'm on a health kick. Mm-hmm. Hey, kids, do you like Primus? <laughs> <laughs> Want a Stevie stick nine inch nails to both of my eyelids? <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Oh, All right. All right. So contact info. All right. How should people Please. write us in high school to tell us about their fashion? <laughs> well, like like Steve said, you pass a note to Jack, to pass a note to Deborah, to pass a note to Timmy, to pass a note to Molly, to pass a note to us. Molly. Molly. <laughs> um, or you could just uh, pick up your mobile and uh Go to bmfcast.com. I don't know how the kids do it. What You tweet at bmfcast.com? Something like that. Could do that. Um, anyway, bmfcast.com. There's a bunch of buttons on the right-hand side. That'll take you to all of our social things. Uh, it's also got a link to email us. Um, our email address, if you don't want to go to the website, is bmf at bmfcast.com. And you can always give us a call on the Garfield phone, 9105-JAX-BMF or 9105-569-263. Give us a call from the road. Uh, <laughs> let us know 
which of these great United States or other countries or other states um, you are passing through and tell us about uh, tell us about some movie stuff. Jam on it. All right. Sounds good. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Thank you.